Well, no, but if she starts kicking her computer around, then, like, obviously that's too intense for a webcam sex show. So, like... You need, like, a Panasonic Tough Book for that kind of show. We should get, like, a GoPro or something like that and mount it somewhere, <laughs> right? Like, just go crazy. So, at least it's waterproof, so if you get all squirty, Make then you're sure, good like, to go. You like, pissing shit on it without water. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow, super gross. <laughs> Yeah, we're not Welcome wasting back, any time. Yeah. What happens when we record late? We go straight <laughs> into the dark shit. Yeah, it gets into the blue shit really early. <laughs> uh, as a side note, um, just so I you guys know, shit Matt, blue oh. actually. Oh, what's that? Jesus! I once did shit um, blue actually. We're recording now. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll, I'll happily tell that story. Okay. Uh, so it actually happened at Disney World. Funnily enough, <laughs> oh, so uh, we were we went and. Uh, uh, we had uh, lunch at this like Mexican restaurant at the Mexican Pavilion in Epcot Center, and they had blue corn chips. And then the uh, next day, uh, like I basically like shit. Like it was more like a dark green than like a blue. Um, and then <laughs> I came to the bathroom, and everybody was kind of looking at like it, I was there with my family, and uh, we were all kind of looking at each other weird. And then I think it was my sister that finally like broached the topic and was like, "Was your shit green?" <laughs> and we we're like, "Yes! What the fuck? What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> it took a few minutes, but we eventually like tracked it down to the, you know, these incredibly blue, uh, clearly like dyed tortilla chips that we'd had at lunch the day before. So that's the story about how I'd had Smurf shits. That's fantastic. That's the second Disney-related poo story I've told on the podcast now. <laughs> oh, baby. Blue poo. Oh. All right. Wow. You want, to, uh, you want to introduce us there, Christy? Let's, uh, let's get this show on the road. Yeah, let's get this, uh, let's get this on the road. Wow. Um, well, welcome to Dance Robot Dance. Uh, don't worry, this is not a special edition of Poo with Dance Robot Dance. <laughs> Although we do keep promising that episode. We do keep promising the episode someday. about Poo. Um, yeah, one day we'll deliver. And, you know, you'll all be like, oh, we were Gross. so happy that this was going to happen. And then it'll happen, and you'll be like, what have we unleashed upon the world? And it will be your fault, listeners. It will be your fault. Um, but yes, welcome. Uh, we've got a fun episode for you tonight. Something nice and light to get you back into the new year. Uh, we had a special episode with Tim and Mark because I was in Halifax last week, and they geeked out hard and you know, probably um, gave each other some verbal handies, uh, as they tend to do. Basically. And, uh, yeah, you know, basically. And, uh, yeah, this is, um, our first, uh, three people back since we did the live, um, live episode with you talking about Rogue One. So, uh, let's introduce ourselves, gentlemen. We've got Mark. How's it going, guys? And we've got Tim. Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. And I interrupted him, and you've got me, Christy, uh, doing your shoddy hosting tonight, interrupting her, uh... Co-hosts? Co-hosts. I guess you're co-hosts. Yeah, whatever. But, um, yeah, so welcome. Um, how are you New Year's, guys? How are the New Year's? Uh, it's pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah. Did you do anything? No. <laughs> uh, I think I was editing the podcast, actually, that night. Ah. Yeah, it did release on the first, so that might have been yeah, it. Yeah, I did. I think I was, rec- I think I was, I didn't have any plans, so I, re- I worked on the podcast. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> 
I'm glad that you got some shit done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. How about you and Alicia, Tim? Uh, we went over to a friend's house and uh, had an evening full of playing uh, depressing music. We played a bunch of music from all the um, uh, people that died this year. So, you know, Bowie and wow. George Michael Prince? and Prince. and Yeah, Prince although it's fun. real. It is, except it's real. Like, unless you own Prince's albums, like, you can't play them anywhere else. Like, he's not on Spotify. No. He's not on, like, all the shit that's on YouTube is just, like, live and stuff like that. So... It was uh, this whole discography is on my phone. Yeah, um, yeah, but. exactly. You you have to like actually buy the MP3s or whatever from. I'm not even sure if he was on the iTunes store or not, but I mean, I know that I he think was he's on the iTunes store. Install that. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he's on iTunes. <coughs> yeah, I think he is. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was good. I mean, uh, yeah, it was fun times. The uh, one of the hosts uh, passed out before midnight, or yes. or maybe not before midnight, but shortly after midnight. Um, so yeah, clearly a success of an evening. Yeah, sounds. Pretty How about you, Christy? Were you, you were still out in the out in the fucking eastern wilderness getting eaten by <laughs> salmon, right? Salmon. I mean, <laughs> sure. Um, we did get to the ocean. We saw a bald eagle. That was pretty rad. He was like so close to us, and I was like, "Eagle!" So I ran at him, and then he flew away. Rock flag and eagle. I was pretty bummed that he flew out, flew away though. I was like, "No, come back!" Um, but he didn't. Uh, so um, what, was, what were you gonna do? Make fucking friends with the eagle? This isn't. This isn't. This isn't fucking Lord of the Rings. I don't know. I'm pretty whimsical. I think that I could make friends with with an eagle. If I make friends, you mean like you're so small you could possibly become its prey? No, I think I could ride on its back. <laughs> And just like it would be like me with Falcor, I just like. Is this, is this after Christmas? Yeah. Weren't you just saying that like probably not? What are you talking uh, about? Nothing. Yeah. Because, what? Because the because of the Christmas weight. Oh, that was <laughs> you're gonna, mean. You break the poor yeah. eagle's back. I'm sorry. <laughs> How the hell did you even say that? He's he's not sorry. That hurt my feelings. Uh, you guys can do this podcast by yourselves. <laughs> I'm sure the eagle could. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the eagle will rock it. You'll be fine. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, for New Year's, Mark and I just gotten home from Halifax, so we got some really nice steaks, made them, and had a really good New Year's with lots of wine and chilling. Nice. Yeah. Was it a nice rosé? You know what? No. No, it wasn't. You drank real wine that night? I drank real wine and I'm mad at you. A nice nice 5% uh, rosé? No, it was uh, 14% champagne. Oh, fancy schmancy. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, let's get to this. Just talk about news of the week. (laughs) This ought to be good. Yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Talk about it. Say your shit. Wow. I'm sorry, Christy. I didn't realize you were going to be, like, sensitive about something you had already talked about tonight. <laughs> I didn't talk about my weight tonight. You did, too. Yes, we were just did. talking. I probably recorded it. What I did? I did not. You, did you came in and said that right now there would be lots of rolls because of Christmas. 
Oh, right. Well, I'm still mad. <laughs> so I referenced something you already talked about in your mouth. No, you never talk about a girl's weight. All of the well, female listeners of the two of you, you know what? You can attest to this. A girl might say she's chubby, but that does not mean that you can say she's chubby. I didn't say anything. No. I, was, I you, just... <laughs> you made a pass he about it. something you had said earlier. Uh, Wounded. Uh, Let's just let's, move let's, on. Let's, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So the news this week. Have you guys heard some cool stuff? Um, that hasn't been too much that I've seen. Uh, Mark, but Mark's usually more on top of it than I am. All I saw um this week that interested me was there's supposed to be like the. Doctor Strange is going to have more Thor in it in the Blu-ray release. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that actually means. And then um, there was two little trailers released for Archer Season 8. Ooh, and it is definitely set in the 40s now. Yeah, they're on nice. comicbook.com so you can go take a look at them. But yeah, We'll have to check those out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the beginning of the year. is not not really big time for new uh, new stuff coming out, new announcements, that kind of thing. Oh. Did you hear about the Star Wars thing? Which I don't Star know. Wars thing? The like Carrie Fisher was supposed to have like a huge role in Episode Eight and Nine, and now they're like scrambling to oh no uh, restructure the movies because they're not oh. really sure what they're supposed to do. Because um, I guess she's supposed to have like there's supposed to be like a big I guess in the next episode would be like the big reunion with Luke, and then I'm assuming Episode Nine would be like her confronting fuck. Kylo Ren. Oh then, wow! Yeah, but now like with Carrie pass Carrie Fisher having passed away, that it's not like they can't do that unless they do like a CGI like monstrosity like they did in Rogue One. So yeah, um, yeah. I ha- I know that or what I'd read was that uh, she had filmed everything for Episode Eight. Uh, yeah, but but I mean, with that, if there were any sort of loose ends, then. Uh, then yeah, obviously they might have to sort of not include everything that they had her in for episode eight, or they could always digital her in like they did with, uh, well, with her, her, yeah, with her. <laughs> and with yeah. Uh, and with Tarkin and and uh, I hope they do. So. If they're gonna do that, I hope they do a better job of it. But well, yeah. let's be serious though. Like it, considering the graphics and like what we have so far, it was pretty good. It was good. They just shouldn't. They 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 pushed hers it. Hers was too way far. more jarring than the Tarkin one. Yeah, so. hers was way worse than his. Yeah, I mean, they really if they'd kept it in medium shot, I, I feel like people it would have been fine. But uh, the fact that they really like zoomed in on both of their faces, on Tarkin's face and on Leia's face, was just a little like they 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 could have gotten away with it if they hadn't done that. I think. Yeah. Um. No, I I mean, isn't there... Didn't you talk about this, Tim? There's a phenomenon that the closer we get to actually creating um, a digital remastering of a human's face, the less, like, we really feel comfortable with it or believe it. Uncanny Valley. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, there's a term for it, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, very heavily, um, like, researched and stuff like that in terms of, like, artificial intelligence and that sort of thing. So, yeah, there's definitely a, a, a... a region where you just become uncomfortable with it because it's too close, but it's it's just off enough that it's just kind of weird and unsettling. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, whereas if it's like, you know, sort of stylistic and far enough removed from reality, then it's not as jarring. They make a joke about it in community. Was it community? No, uh, no on uh, 30 rock. 30 rock. 30 I rock. just watched 30 that rock. episode a couple days ago. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because they actually reference Star Wars in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they talk about uh, the Polar Express, which I think is Polar the, Express. the oh, best right. example. Yes, of that. Yes, the, yes. First, the, first, the first bit of the joke is they talk about the droids in Star Wars, and then it gets to Polar Express, and he's like, oh, yeah. we don't want to go there. Disturbing, disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd forgotten so about creepy. that. Yeah. We, I think we, we talked about that on our, uh, on our Christmas episode about how those kids in Polar Express just have fucking dead eyes and no yeah, souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say like Tom Hanks at the Polar Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was that was more what the Carrie Fisher one looked like to me in Rogue One. So yeah, Being totally. Not super happy about that. So yeah, could Ooh, wait. Hold on. New Thor Ragnarok synopsis reveals Hulk's role in movie. Mm. I was playing. Uh, what does it say? I'm reading. <laughs> hold on. I. I Disney sent out a packet of information in their 2017 lineup to press today. Buried inside was a brand new synopsis for Thor Ragnarok, along with a new first look photo, which is Thor and Hulk, and um, what I'm assuming is the bad guy in the middle of it. Anyway, um, Thor is imprisoned on the other side of the universe without his mighty hammer and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his home world, and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the ruthless Hela. But first, he must survive a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against his former ally and fellow Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. Uh-oh. That sounds actually pretty that's, good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's more or less what I was expecting from it anyways, based on... Yeah. That's not much more information than they've sort of already released in bits and pieces. No, but this is just like the official synopsis, so... Yeah. But I, yeah. apparently, the, the thing that's going to be on the Doctor Strange DVD is going to be the second part of the Team Thor, uh, like, mockumentary that they released, mm, where yeah. he's, like, hanging out in Australia, like, with just that dude, and he's... Yeah, he's just hanging out and stuff like that, <laughs> like, trying to get in touch with everybody. That was... <laughs> That was super funny. Yeah. No, I loved that part. It was great. Yeah. Um, that was super funny. Christy, well, there, was, some... there was some uh, some news that came out last week that I would like to get your opinion on, which was, well, not so much news, but the, uh, did you see the Alien Covenant trailer? No. Oh, Let me look it up right know. now. You should. Yeah. Let's we live get a real-time, real-time reaction to that bad boy. All right. Alien Covenant? Yeah. Like, yeah. is it a new game or yeah. movie? No, movie. movie. And apparently they did release this week, uh, which makes it sort of relevant, that it, there's also going to be like a VR experience uh, okay. that will be released along with it as well, oh, which I think cool. is creepy as fuck. Um, now, I did not see the last much of, um, what's it called? Prometheus? Yeah. I heard I didn't yeah. really need to miss it. I didn't really need to see it. I like Prometheus, but uh, it didn't... It was it wasn't like universally uh, celebrated kind of thing. There it got kind of mixed reviews. Mm. I thought it was a little weak, but I I saw parts of it and I thought it was quite intriguing. Um, okay, let me watch this. Let me watch this. All right, woman is running down a hall. Oh, it's Sarah, let me out! I can't do that. Let me out! Let me out! <laughs> oh man, these poor women. Why are they screaming? Oh my god, what's happening to him? Let her out. Why wouldn't you just let her out? What a bitch. 
Jesus, let her out. That's so mean. She could have opened the door for like a second. Ugh, white room. Oh, Fassbender. Spaceship. It's good good use of that song too, I think, of uh, Nature yep. Boy. And a good good version of that song. I uh oh no way. What's his face is in it? From what the show he was in? He's <laughs> bound and down. He's bound and down. He's always doing the stuff with Seth Rogen. Hmm. Uh oh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen he's bound and down. Oh I know shit. the guy in it, but I can't remember you can't even remember his name. Oh shit. The particles crawled in his ear. That's a oh. spore. Apparently that's how the new uh, evolution of the aliens uh, <gasps> infect you. Oh, that's scary. That's horrible. Oh shit. Oh no, it's a mouth thing. Don't even need to get attacked from a, by a face hugger anymore. Yeah, face hugger. Oh shit. Oh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Looks like there was a little Assassin's Creed in there. <laughs> yeah, what's his face? Oh, that's not Brie Larson, is it? No. 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 no she's she's probably a little busy right now. Yeah. Why? Ooh, uh, shower sex scene. <gasps> Busy oh, with no. uh, prepping for Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah. Oh, terrifying! Oh man, I don't uh, know if I'll be able to see that in theaters, but it looks super cool. <laughs> yeah, so apparently that uh, the Neomorph, which is the new alien species, infects you through those spores and uh, exits through your back, which is what's happening to that dude. Uh, in the yeah, creepy. Yeah. Well, still, I think that it was rude that she didn't let her friend out of the room. <laughs> I mean, she, there was lots Quarantine of time. Quarantine protocol, Christy. Quarantine yeah. protocol. There so was that, time. I guess if there's... The prime directive or something. Yeah. I guess if there was Wrong spores. universe, buddy. I know. Whatever. I'm with Tim. Prime directive everywhere all the time. It's the force and the one ring and... <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah. those like those memes that are like a picture of like Hagrid saying like the the force is strong with this one or that makes like me that. angry in so many levels <laughs> when people show pictures of Gandalf and like I am Dumbledore I'm like fuck you <laughs> no you're, you're wrong wizard, what you're a wizard yeah Harry. you're a wizard Harry it's like <laughs> fuck off um, well I have I have some uh, news that I have cultivated um, there did you guys hear the the story about um, Batfleck and um, him potentially not wanting to release a solo Batman movie. I did see there was some some hesitation. Yeah, that uh, he said like it's not a sure thing. Um, he doesn't want to do it basically unless there's a good script for it. Which I like that idea. <laughs> well, he said I, what I saw was that he didn't want to direct it unless the script was solid. But if he's not going to like do it period if there's not a script then that's awesome i think he's kind of like if the script's not good he's not on board at all um but they did like they've already cast though they've already cast like joe manganiello manganiello yeah that's funny because when we first announced like we first said that on the podcast i didn't know how to pronounce his name either so yeah (laughs) i still don't so it's um Alcide from True Blood for all all our girl listeners who probably watch True Blood, um, or or Pee Wee's best friend from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No, I don't want to talk about the most recent Pee Wee. As I know him as the guy who is nailing Sofia Vergara. So. Yes, yes, yeah. So it's uh, it's good because like he was saying that um, 
Oh, apparently his son was really happy about it. Um, and he said that's really cool that his son thinks that his dad is Batman, Batfleck. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I just, I'm actually kind of on board with that. I wish more actors or like directors had the kind of like, I mean, more a lot of them do when they're like, the script is really crappy. Like Sam Raimi when he was going to direct the Spider-Mans. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the, the fourth Spider-Man, the fourth Raimi Spider-Man didn't happen because he didn't yeah. like what they, what they had planned for that. So yeah. It's too bad really? You know, the it wasn't one. because... Yeah, the third one was a fucking dumpster fire. I was gonna say it was. It would have been nice if he had had that forethought before he made that third one. But <laughs> yeah, that that mm-hmm. sounds like uh, one of those things where like, yeah, I didn't want to make the fourth one anyways. After yeah. the third one just fucking bombed and got like horribly, horribly reviewed. It totally oh, reeked of that actually after the fact because that third movie was. I was like, no, that was the second time I came out of a movie theater actually angry at what I just seen on screen. Batman and Robin was the first time. Yeah. Spider-Man 2, 3 was the second time where I was just like, I don't know what the fuck they were doing there. What the fuck was that? Why the fuck did they ruin that movie? <laughs> there was another uh, story that was kind of related to that that came out this week, which was, um, I guess there was an interview with Michael Keaton where he said basically the reason that he didn't do Batman Forever was because he thought the script was garbage. Yeah. Like he was supposed well, to be, to, to stay Bruce Wayne and Batman and Batman Forever, but he was just like, no, nope, this script's terrible. They, they, I saw that story. They offered him $15 million in like 1995 money to fucking come back too, which is like <laughs> a ridiculous amount of cash. Yeah. Um, so that's like, but yeah, that, that, script, fit, though, that script like, was stuff. garbage. Yeah. Well, it wasn't well, for, for that Batman, Batman movie you're right. by far. You're right. Stylistically, it would like his Batman would not have matched the tone of that movie. Yeah. Not yeah. that Val Kilmer really was playing to the script either he was like tried to do something else entirely while there which is part of the problem with the movie at least the fact that it was a different bats sort of lined up with the fact that it was a different style yeah agreed so mm-hmm. agreed yeah that's cool that's true yeah it would have been really fucking weird if michael keaton had been in that third movie it like with the, yeah. the giant stylistic tone like tone shift that would have been yeah. fucked up yeah like, what the fuck happened to tim burton's gotham yeah, <laughs> everything is day glow and weird all of a sudden, <laughs> and neon and black yeah. light. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Um, but um, other news. I'm gonna jump right ahead. Um, and it's it's more for me, just being obsessively excited. Is uh, they released a date for Mass Effect Andromeda? Oh yeah, it's I did out see March 31st. Yeah, I did see you splooshing all over Eric's Facebook. Uh, oh, on that one. everywhere. I'm just gonna cut that so on it just March says, 23rd, "I see you, I see you splooshing all over Eric's face," and I'm just gonna cut the rest out, and I'm gonna post that. <laughs> it's gonna be my new ringtone. Yeah, I'll send it to you later when I get it cut out. You're literally the worst. You're the worst. Um, yeah. But no, I'm Bad. beyond excited. I'm so bummed. And actually, they just released Mass Effect 2 completely free with all the DLC on Origin. That's happening today. Um, it's all free. Nice. So, currently downloading that. What's Origin? That's the EA Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's EA's online store. Gotcha. Yeah. Don't you have, like, a really fancy version of that already? I like, do, but Mark's just going to reinstall... Um, the patch because uh, I was um, I didn't get all the DLC and it's about 40 bucks to get it all for just Mass Effect 2 hmm. and I mean I just started playing I just started replaying um, Witcher because I got the DLC okay. and um, 
I was, uh, you know, for it only cost me like 20 bucks and I got, you know, 100 plus hours of new gameplay. So I was pretty pissed about Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is ridiculous. And I looked on Boxing Day and it wasn't for sale because DLC very rarely goes on sale. Yeah. Bleh. I played uh, about an hour of Mass Effect 1 about a week ago. No, you got to move past the first couple hours. You got to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, rough go. I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. And I went downstairs and played Watch Dogs 2 instead. <laughs> Listen. Mass Effect's first hour and a half, two hours is hard to get through. Everybody agrees, but that doesn't mean it's not worth playing. I'm not saying it's not worth playing. I'm just saying I had a rough time getting through that hour. Yeah, it is. It's a hard hour to get through. It's pretty It's pretty weak, but it gets so much better. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, 20-something episodes of the podcast that uh, your opinion about Mass Effect has been... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if people upon. know about how I feel about Mass Effect, actually. I don't think people know. Do you want to do yeah. take a half an hour and uh, tell them? Well, <laughs> let's talk about it. No, actually, for Christmas, Mark got me a special edition vinyl um, collection of all the Mass Effect music. Oh, nice. Yeah, Does pretty rad. Pretty rad. What? Does it have good music? Yes. It's all amazing. And every time I hear it, I cry because I'm just like so excited. I'll just sit there and be like, <laughs> I remember what what mission this was. Oh, God. <laughs> so good. It has Garrus right on the front. So I'm like, yay. But um, my yeah, my, my scaly boyfriend. boyfriend. Mm, my bird man. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, some other news, though, is they've released um, a couple of uh, highly anticipated video games that are coming out this year like uh Re- is it resident evil 7 Bi- yeah resident bioshock, evil 7 yeah. the new bioshock yeah that that's super exciting um i don't know if um last oh, of us 2 bioshock shit the resident evil 7 the subtitle is biohazard like oh biohazard my Japanese. my apologize uh, my the apologies ja- the japanese sub- or the japanese title for that series has always been biohazard and they're just kind of trying to like combine the series i think or something so okay resident evil 7 which has a giant vr component apparently which i'm curious about hmm. um is subtitled biohazard and then i think the japanese version is like the inverse but they're mm-hmm. trying to like combine the franchise or like unify the title of the franchise or something like okay. that well um, there's that. I'm not sure if, um, what's it called? Uh, Last of Us 2 is coming out this year, but one that you guys might oh, be interested in. there's no way that's coming out. No. But like, all the rumors I've heard are like 2019 at the earliest. So. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but one you guys might like is that Injustice 2 is coming out. Yeah. Which will be cool. That's one of the few oh, the- console games I've played a little bit of in the past few years. Yeah. Um, have you guys played Persona? I've never played it. Uh, no, those are that's a little that's that's hardcore RPG. That's way outside my wheelhouse. I've never I've never actually played it, so I, I don't know much. But um, it's Persona Five's coming out and Outlast Two. If you guys play Outlast, uh, I played the first one. I think that was like an indie game, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I will that. not be playing that because. <gasps> scary. Gwent. Oh fuck! That's great. <laughs> Witcher 3 is oh my god Gwent is coming to fucking oh my god I'm freaking out oh it's the best car I'm gonna never gonna leave the house I'm never gonna leave the house I'm never gonna lose this weight that Mark's already talked about oh god 
Oh, I'm never going to leave the house. What, 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 what did you just sploosh on? I said, uh, I'm never going to lose the weight that Mark commented on. No, what? Okay. <laughs> what, are, what the okay, fuck are you again, talking about? You brought it up first. Yeah. Number two, can you take a breath and let us know what exactly you're talking about? You oh, said Witcher Gwent. something? Okay. Gwent <laughs> is the card game that you play in Witcher 3 and you have like tournaments and shit, but it doesn't. Okay. It is so fucking fun. It is so fun. It is so addictive. It is just, it is beyond good. Oh my god, I can't believe they're actually making it. This should have come out two years ago. It's like, okay, have you guys ever played Hearthstone? Christy, are you sure your webcam doesn't work? Because I'm assuming your face right now is hysterically funny. You No, my <laughs> webcam doesn't work today. It's My webcam is off, listeners. It's not working. I couldn't figure out why or how to turn it back on, and it was very frustrating. I know what Hearthstone is, but I've never played it. Well... Gwent is just, um, it's a card game where, like, you are given, like, certain levels with cards. You know, it plays like a regular kind of thing, but um, you have, like, five different factions that you can play as that exist within the Witcher realm. So you can have, like, a Skellige deck, which is one of the places you can explore and, like, gather all the cards in the game. And it, you have a monster deck that's all the monsters that you can face in uh, in Witcher 3. And it all, like, functions differently to um, to try and beat opponents. But it's really fun. It's stupid addictive. Where are you going, man? <laughs> Did desk, Tim leave? My desk just broke, so I'm fixing it. <laughs> keep going. Oh. I can keep talking. No, that's right. amazing. Um, <laughs> Tekken Sorry, 7 is coming for, out. You guys are for for the listeners at home right now, it's kind of like if you ever watch a VR like porn video, and like Tim looks like he's going down on well me right now actually. But <laughs> Your you. dream, oh, God damn yeah, that's it's pretty nice. exciting actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, just slowly drop to my knees. And, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah he just slowly kind of slid down, and all of a sudden his head was bobbing there for a second. I was like, <laughs> I've seen this video before. <laughs> oh dear. <coughs> Sorry, um, Christy, uh, you were saying okay. Tekken 7? Yeah, Tekken 7, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I'm very excited about. Yeah, but that's yeah. like, that. we've known that's been coming out for like a million yeah. years. It yeah. should have been out like two years ago. It should have, but I, I appreciate that they saved it for the, the Switch. If it's going to have better play and like... Yeah, I'm good with it. Well, I know they're I know they're cross releasing it. Like it is going to come out on the Wii U as well. So like mm-hmm. Tim and I have talked about it. I think yeah. where it's like I won't buy a Wii or a Switch just for that if the gameplay difference isn't that big. Yeah, but I'll probably buy a Switch anyway. Well, <laughs> you can always wait till you get a used Switch at One Up. Mark will sell them for relatively Ooh, cheap. Plug. Cheap plug. <laughs> Yep, cheap plug. Um, the other game I'm pretty excited though for this year is God of War. Yeah, that is, I, I, mm, I'm still not sure that's a 2017 either. No, it is. Is it? Did they announced it out this year. Fuck yep. off! Awesome. Yep, I'm so excited for that. The God of Wars are some of the absolute coolest gameplay. Like, they're just the coolest games. It's so violent. It's so cool. I love the God of War games. Yeah, and you know this one's based on like the Viking Norse, Norse yeah. gods, right? So yeah. Thor and Loki and Odin. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, killing Thor in whatever yeah. version of God of, of like version they make for God of War, because you know you're going to get to just fucking brutalize all of them. So yeah, um, but yeah, no the uh, the God of War series is one of my favorites for PlayStation the last like oh what like ten years I guess now. Unbelievably good. 
Yeah, lots of fun. And I, I like that they kept it as Kratos. Um, yeah, but, but is it like, it's not necessarily the same Kratos, but it no. is Kratos kind of thing. Yeah, it's a Kratos, but like of the Norse. The Norse. Kratos. Yeah, I the Norse Kratos. Kratos. But he's a father again, so my guess is that he's going to have another dead kid sitch. Uh, I would venture to guess that, yeah, you're probably right about that. Because that's, uh, that's how all dads lose their minds. Well, didn't he kill the kid himself in God of War? Like the original PlayStation 2 God of War? I think by accident? Yeah, like he was being tricked or something. I can't remember anymore. It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, he killed since his wife and games. daughter. And there's no, like, those are so old, they're not, like, you can only get them for... Oh, you can get the remasters for PS3. I think I have those. Yeah. But they're not out for, like, the modern consoles. God of War 3 is. God of War 3 looked really nice redone on PS4. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, oh, I know one that you guys will like. The new Spider-Man PS4 game. That is that that's I don't think that's a 2017 game either. Yep. That's not announced. When did they it announce is, that? They announced it recently. It's to be anna- it's to be determined which month, but it's coming out this this year. The same thing with the South Park, the fractured butthole. Yeah, I knew that was coming out this year. That just got delayed because of uh, THQ, right? Yeah. Um. But no, they're releasing. Um, they are definitely releasing Spider Man this year. Hmm. December 26, 2017. Is- is the that Spider-Man game like based on the movie universe? Um, okay, I'm reading the GameSpot. There's a GameSpot article about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you read was a GameStop uh, like placeholder release date, and as of now, the game has no release date. Oh, because I'm not looking at uh, I'm not looking at GameStop. I just Googled it, and that's what came. Oh, because I'm looking at um, Looper with an uh, something that just came out like uh, a day ago. And it said that um, the it, Insomniac Games uh, Spider-Man title will hit the PS4 in 2017. Hmm. So is that is that going to be related to the movie universe? Like, is it going to be Tom no? Ball it's completely movie? separate. Okay. Hmm. Uh, they uh, haven't announced any voice actor yet. Uh, one would hope they would get Tom Holland, but it is the costume's super different. Um, like, it's not the movie costume at all. Hmm. So no, it's more like classic costume. No, it's way Isn't different. It? No. no, oh, I thought it was the uh, hmm. Tim. Just Google uh, Spider-Man PS4 and do an image search, and you'll see it's got like a white spider on the chest. It's much different. I'm not yeah. seeing this thing on Looper that you're talking about, Christy. I'll send you the link. Oh yeah, okay. That looks more like um, uh, Ben. Looks more Riley's. like the clone. Yeah, yeah, Ben Riley's costume. Yeah, we talked about the clone um, last week. Fucking, we clone. did a little bit about the clones. Oh, speaking of last week, did you um, see there's a, there was a story on comic book resources that uh, Rob Liefeld is uh, relaunching the Extreme uh, imprint? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. So that he can sucks. not draw. He can poorly draw feet. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, I thought you. I thought you get a laugh out of it though. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking through IGN right now, and I also saw that uh, Breath of the Wild is actually. It looks like going to actually be a release title for the Switch. Yeah, yeah, I think they've kind of talked about that. Yeah, they haven't done that in a while. They haven't made, they haven't made Zelda a release title in a couple consoles at least. No, we. It went. Uh, Twilight Princess was available at launch for the Wii because it was it co-launched on the GameCube. I know. It came yeah. At the same time. Um, there's a huge Switch announcement that's supposed to happen on the 12th. I think. Like oh, they're okay. doing like some kind of thing where they're going to explain everything like in detail. There's some press conference or something happening. 
Twilight um, Princess was the first Zelda game to debut at the launch yeah. of Nintendo console. No other Zelda game has been a launch title. Yeah, no. Yeah. Besides that. I think the the only one that was even close, I think like Link to the Past was within the first year of mm. the Super Nintendo. But um yeah, Twilight Princess launched on the Wii, but that was just because they ported it from GameCube. So it's the same thing that's happening again. It's literally the same thing. Yeah. Where the console was bombing in sales, and they like launched the next one a little bit earlier than everybody thought they were going to. And the Zelda that would have been the end of life kind of Zelda game for yeah. that system ended up getting just ported over to the next system. So yeah. the Breath of the Wild uh, ends up on the Switch along with being released on the Wii U for all 25 people who own one of those things still. And then, <laughs> including uh, you and me. Including you and I, for sure, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's let's just take a minute to uh, to give Christy kudos for actually having some news prepared. That's uh, yeah. So let's let's Agreed. let's it's nice. Let's keep that trend we'll going. She, we'll see how she does the social media later in the episode. Please, I've got it all <laughs> loaded already. Oh, oh Jesus! Prime the fucking ball, eh? Yeah. yeah. The other one I'm excited for is Red Dead Redemption. We're just gonna move along. Oh, good. <laughs> Red, yeah, that, any uh, Rockstar stuff this, uh, that kind of goes without saying. That that's gonna be. So yeah, there's some screenshots put up that like, I saw on Reddit today that were like pretty. So, yep, that and um, the last one that I think of is, is of interest of this article is the um, the the new Mario game that will come with the Switch, but that's not been it's not confirmed or anything. No, I'm but assuming uh, on the no, it'll get confirmed. So. No, I, I don't think it's they haven't confirmed the new Mario yet, have they? No. Well, no. everybody's assuming that it's there because that's new footage. Uh, enough nerds on Reddit have gone through and like combed through the Mario games to make sure that's not a port of something or like a re kind of like build of something that's already existed. And I, I guess it's confirmed that it's not at this point. I don't know. Some Mario Nintendo nerd has done the like the research, but uh, they're saying it, it looks like a new game. But whether that's just like uh, like an alpha of something that will probably be completely different by the time they get there because there was like. Way back in the day, what they showed for the Mario, like the Mario game that was going to come out on GameCube, and what actually came out as Super Mario Sunshine were like vastly different games. So it could yeah. just be something that are like, we want to have Mario in the commercial because it's fucking Mario and he should be there. So go do that. Um, and they did. Yeah. But hopefully it's like a nice, big, awesome, pretty, like 3D Mario game because they haven't Which... had a proper one of those since the Wii, like since the Galaxy games. And the Galaxy games were fantastic. Yeah. I gotta go. I was yeah. I, I was just thinking like I just bought them both again so that I can replay them because I haven't played them like since they came out and I was like I need a Mario fix and I wanted to play those. I've only played the first one. I need to play the second. Two is apparently like a vastly better game too. So mm-hmm. I've only played a little bit of them, but those are those are on my list. No, they're good games. Yeah, I was I was I was still disappointed they didn't. Um, do something like that on the Wii U, like have uh, like the Mario games were good on the Wii U, but they weren't like that level of good. So. Yeah, they they went back to sort of the uh, older style. Yeah, Mario games, the side scrollers, pretty heavily in the last uh, few years. Well, in the th- that the Super Mario was it World 3D, I think was the console one. Oh yeah, like yeah, I didn't play that kind one. Of, like quasi 3D one. It was fun. It was okay, but it wasn't like it wasn't Galaxy. It wasn't as good as the Galaxy games. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. Chrissy, I'm still not seeing this uh, this story you're talking about because I want to oh, know. So I'll that. link you to it. That Spider-Man oh, game. Oh crap! Did I close it? That Spider-Man game is uh, 
very high on my list of priorities now that the Arkham series is over. Did you, um, Christy, did you finish the Telltale Batman? Did you try it? I haven't played it yet. Nope. Oh, okay. Eric's been playing it recently. If Facebook is any indication. Oh, mm. a Telltale game? I should talk to him yeah. about it. I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, wait till they patch it, because the fifth episode was a janky pile of shit. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. There was literally, there's literally a fight. Or like a well, it's not a fight because the Telltale game, but there's like a fight happening in the game that you're watching because it's not an actual action game or whatever. Yeah. Um, where like the guy that Batman's hitting is not there, and it's just like a pair of eyes and a mouth, like some teeth and ah. a tongue. <laughs> so he's hitting nothing but like eyes, like eyes and a fucking tongue. I was just like, that's fucking horrifying. How the fuck did this get past QA? Like, I'm glad I like I bought the season pass for like cheap at at what some point like on sale. Yeah, I'm like if I paid forty bucks or whatever the fuck for that, I'd have been pissed. That's so funny. The story's really cool, but the game like for stuff that like is not super graphically intense or anything like that. Like that should be able to run on my PS3, no problem. Yeah, it should and to run like that on my PS4. I was like, this is fucking embarrassing. Like fucking pheasants, get your shit together. That's hilarious. I'm so happy that happened to you. That's fucking like nightmare fuel. I love it. It was. It was weird. Apparently, it happened to a lot of people because another podcast I listened to, like they were reviewing the game and they were talking about that error happening to both guys on the show. And I was like, oh, it wasn't just me. I guess it's super widespread. But I saw it like that weekend and was like, what the fuck is this horse shit? <laughs> like, wow. Especially because you guys talk up the Telltale games so much that I was just like, who the fuck tested this before? Like, <laughs> Oh my God, that's released. fantastic. I've never had that sort of technical issue with the, any of the Telltale games. I, I've like well, played maybe five or six of them at least. This is quote-unquote on their new engine that apparently is quote-unquote brand new, but apparently mm-hmm. quote-unquote works exactly the same way as the old one and sucks <laughs> ass, so... Awkward. Quote-unquote broken. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was some pretty bad shit in the fifth episode, so apparently there's like, I'm assuming there's a patch coming. So you may, if you're going to play it, wait till the patch comes out and they get the performance issues unchanked. No, I want to play it with the fucking tongue and eyeball dude. Yeah, so do um, I. Go buy, go buy the PS4 version. I'm not sure if it happened uh, on any of the cross-platform ones, but I know mm-hmm. the PS4 version because it was a PS, it was a PlayStation podcast I was listening to that the two guys were talking about it. So and that's it hilarious. There. But yeah, it was fucking funny. Yeah, it's just like a fucking eyes floating. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> well, I think I don't know. Telltale just puts together such a good game. No, like the story was awesome. Like it was one of yeah. the best Batman stories. Like it was yeah. so good. But like they're always the, really good with story. They've they've got a really good team of writers. It didn't do much for mm-hmm. me in gameplay wise. And that, that's not big, the thing though. I think no, that's, no, for sure. I understand yeah. that. But like, I'm such a big fan of the Arkham games that like it didn't play like that. So I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? But the uh, the story was fantastic. So yeah, well, that's the one thing with Telltale is that I, I think you have to go in with a, a readiness to appreciate a story more than actual gameplay. Um. Because you're not going to get a gameplay experience so much as you're going to feel like you're a part of a story yeah. about your favorite characters. Yeah, that's fair. I just um, was waiting for, like, I don't know. I guess I wanted something else from it. And I've never really played a Telltale game. I played The Walking Dead one, but I figured with Batman they might do a little bit more. And The Walking Dead one I played a long time ago, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, no, I um, I really enjoy uh, Telltale every time I play it. 
just like, yep, good, yes, excellent. How excited are you for uh, Horizon, Christy? You're an RPG Horizon? kid. Yeah. Zero Dawn? I, uh, I don't know anything about it yet. Oh, it's like the big, it's like, I think it's the big PS4 exclusive for like first quarter, so. Mm. Okay, yeah. P- Spider-Man PS4 TBD 2017. I'm surprised because they just announced it, so I didn't think it would be, I didn't think it'd be out till 2018, but awesome. Good. I'll take it. Yeah. No, I'm just like pumped. Um, I just, yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be good. Did you see the other article I sent you about, um, what's it called? Uh, Rogue One created Peter Cushing's. Yeah. No, I, I'd read that already. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that pretty much uh, wraps up um, my news of the week. Um, do you guys have any other news? No. All right, well, no. maybe we should move on to our Geek of the Week segment. Geek of the Week? Geek of the Week. Geek, geek, geek of the Week. <laughs> so, boys... Tell me, let's get, let's get real, guys. What was, uh, what was the geekiest thing you did this week, Mark? Um, I bought myself a new laptop. I thought you already did that. I did that. I bought it two days ago. Well, actually, oh. I bought it last night. Sorry, I bought it last night. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you'd just been talking about it before. What kind of laptop is it? An MSI. Yeah, it was the MSI that you recommended to me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and got that with like the the ssd in it so i had the boot drive and stuff like that but yeah because i asked you at christmas i was like do you record like because you have one right i do have one and i love it and i asked you if you liked it and i was like well i gotta replace my macbook from work so i was like well i guess i should i'll i gotta go i was gonna buy a pc probably anyway because (laughs) the equivalent mac would have cost me four grand and i was just not paying that much money for that so yeah also the um the gaming aspect of a pc is just it's beyond well, see, that's the, I've got the rig, too, so I'm not really super concerned about PC gaming. But, like, mm-hmm. I, in terms of, like, just performance, like, to get the same performance uh, out of a MacBook, I would have had to spend, like, way too much fucking money. So I was like, nah, that's yeah. Apple. Yeah. And I like Windows 10. I have no problem with, like, that. So I was, I was fiddling around with it before we started recording, like, just getting it set up and stuff like that. It's so fun to play with. Yeah, it's nice. No, it's a nice machine. So I was pretty happy with it. Trackpad mm-hmm. gets a little getting used to when you're used to the big, like, back the current MacBook Pro, like, monster trackpad that they have. But other than that, yeah, I'll get the hang of it. I get the hang of it. But it's a nice, like, it's a nice machine. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, yep, it's a good one. I, uh, I love my MSI. It's fast. It's fun. I mean, the the webcam went, but I'm sure that's just something that I'm doing wrong and just can't figure out yet. Uh, it's probably like in the settings, you probably fuck something up. There's all kinds of weird little apps. That's the only thing I had with it. It's not, there's not a lot of spam, like bloatware on the install, but there is yeah. some like c- proprietary MSI stuff that I noticed that I was like, ah, uh, I'll leave it and see how it works. And before I decide to like just gut it and go back to like default Windows kind of stuff. But yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. But that's cool. I mean, I always, I love starting a new computer up. It, yeah. It's so. It's sexy. Fast. And, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, baby. Here we go. Whole new experience. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, oh. it's got that weird, it's got that weird, like, light up LCD or, like, LED keyboard, too. So that is, like, the wavy color kind of thing underneath it. And I'm like, this is really ritzy compared to what I'm used to. So, <laughs> yeah. Like my- and, you're com- and you're used to an Apple. Yeah. That's just got white lights on it. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's true. Well, I will I will admit, like, that's the one thing. Like, as nice – the build quality is decent for a PC laptop. It still doesn't have that solid, like, aluminum body MacBook feel. Like, it still doesn't yeah. feel, like, that solid. But, you know, it yeah, wasn't – Alicia, Alicia it, had a MacBook Pro that uh, survived a car accident. Like, she yeah. got hit, she got hit uh, by a car on her bike and, like, the fucking – macbook like spilled out onto the road and it does have about like oh a God. five degree bend in one in the uh, bottom part of the case now but it still works yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah now this apple builds tanks from well except for their phones which like if you drop they just like shatter but the uh the case the build quality on the like computers is excellent on it oh yeah but anyway yeah. anyway yeah so i bought a new laptop it's nice i'm happy with it um I will report further, I guess, as I actually get a chance to use it since I haven't really done much with it yet. So, well, I might edit, I'll edit the podcast on it this weekend to see how it performs. So, maybe, yeah, you'll like it. It's, it's, there's so many like wonderful things about um, PCs that I'd forgotten. Like, I love my Mac and I'm very fortunate that I have a Mac laptop and, um, uh, with work. So I still get mm-hmm. like the best of both worlds. Yeah, but, well, that's the thing. Um, like, I, I'll probably like because the new job will be happening probably pretty sh- shortly. Like, I'll probably get another Mac laptop, but I turned in my one from the old job kind of thing. So yeah. I was like, yeah. I got to replace it. And if I'm going to be doing freelance contracts, I need to have a laptop so I can go into places. But blah 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 blah. Um, but I like flipping back and forth between. Like, I, there's p- p- parts of Windows that I like, and there's parts of OS X that I like, and it's just I don't have a preference one way or the other at this point. I'm not that guy who has a preference, so. Whatever. Yeah, I can just no, fl- I can flip it to any OS at this point. Guy. I do like the fact that I can build a PC for like half of what I pay for a Mac Pro, and it like outperforms the Mac Pro like three to one. So yeah, whatever. But anyway, well, you know what it is though. It's just, for me the Mac thing was that it's it's got a bit of a prestige to it, mm-hmm. and it is slick as fuck. Well, it's also our industry, so just like harps on it too, because we're both designers, right? It's like everybody's just like Apple everything, Apple everything. I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, great, but like, no, nobody will take you serious if you design on a PC. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I all my freelance work gets done on my PC here. Like, Creative Cloud runs the same. Actually, runs better. Well, Illustrator runs better on PC than the Mac version of the current Creative Cloud Illustrator release does, because that thing fucking crashes every ten minutes. Mm. As Christy has seen in our group chat, where I've been swearing at fucking versions of Illustrator crashing on me on my Mac, so <laughs> it is the worst when that happens. It is so bad. Um, I've lost so much work because a Mac crashes, and you're like, "What? What?" Yeah. what? Illustrator's like not the worst recovery like solution out of all of them. Photoshop's not bad, and InDesign's is really good, but like Illustrator's is just like, "Fuck you!" That file's dead, and it's probably corrupt now too. So yeah, you'll never re- like. Some people are like, well, can't you just, didn't you have a backup? It's like, fuck you, backups. Like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know remind nothing, Jon Snow. Remind me sometime to uh, show you guys my nightmare of an Excel file that I used to make all my figures for my uh, PhD and my papers and stuff like that. We had this, like, uh-huh. massive uh, Illustrator file that was getting shared around the lab, and, like, people were just putting layers upon layers upon layers on it. So, in the end, it must have had, like, hundreds of if not thousands or ten thousands of like sub layers and stuff like that like did it even open it got to the point where it wouldn't even open anymore because it would just crash like it was i think some like 170 megabytes of illustrator file 
And oh, that sucks. For, for a fucking vector file, that's obscene because it's all yeah. just equations, right? I've seen yeah. I've seen files that big, but usually they have embedded like bitmap imagery in them. So this like... did it had a little bit of embedded stuff in it, but not not that much. Mm. But a hundred any any Illustrator file that's pure vector work that's above ten megs, somebody's doing something wrong. Yeah. I've been doing this for 18 years. Like yeah, there was just there was so many layers, and it was basically people were like mapping different sets of data onto the same like map, just basically so that you could compare, right? So you could say like, what happens mm-hmm. if I look at this against this kind of thing? And so yeah, over the yeah, years, but eventually, eventually you need like a graphics processing station just to open the file because like yeah. Illustrator real time renders not great, and uh, it'll that'll bake a video card if you're not careful with it. So yeah, yeah. True. Awesome. Well, that was the, probably the nerdiest conversation we've had on this podcast, actually. That was right great. There. That was it so was nerdy. great. Christy, you and I just talked about Illustrator crashing. <laughs> I know, but that's because it's just part of our life. Okay, it's just guys, we're getting real. Yeah. Okay, we're just getting real. We're getting yeah, we're getting to the the nitty gritty of um, being a designer. Being a designer, yeah. I'm actually very excited to go back to work, which is uh, a first. Are you not back yet? Jesus, nah, man. I haven't even been off fucking schools. Fuck like off. three weeks I off. Get, I no, I took t- I took time off. I took I had um four loo days, so I just took them mm. all together because it was why not. That's yeah. good. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Um. Felt uh. Felt pretty. It's feeling pretty good. I'm excited to go back, which is like, which That's is really nice, nice. That would be a nice feeling too, because like me going back to work like on Monday or Tuesday was like a total nightmare experience so so tim what was your geek of the week we just heard about mark's computer so um let's see uh i mine just i had a pretty it. just show it <laughs> I, I had a pretty star i had a pretty star warsy week um so i i for one thing i got caught up on uh star wars rebels uh the animated series i'm downloading um, it right now in the background so it had some good stuff i mean it's like like clone wars it has some good stuff and some like sort of filler episodes because certainly the characters you just don't care as much about but when they do tie into the larger universe and bring in like characters that are you know well established and stuff like that it gets really interesting um and uh, on top of that, I also played around with my new lightsaber, my new baby, some more. Such a nerd. Look how happy he is. Uh, you can't see how happy <laughs> he is right now. Christine. He's got um, such a nerdy, like, kid grin on his face right now. It's <laughs> so, so I learned uh, I think that the, also, he is, like, pre-jizzing in his pants. He's so hard. That's I'm hilarious. Stroking it. I'm stroking <laughs> it right now. stroking the saber. Um, the, uh, Which actually, I learned if you did that in, re- in like to an actual lightsaber, your hand would be gone right now. Yes, it would. My hand would be would be vaporized right now. Yeah, turn uh, it on. I um here. Uh, I looked it up. Uh, that looks and fucking learned, awesome, actually. Does, Let him really talk, damn you! And uh, and learn that it is actually uh, modeled off of Mace Windu's saber. And uh, so I it, I have a badass motherfucking lightsaber. That is fucking cool looking, actually. <laughs> and I, That's you can you so can plug bad. it in and change the color that it uh, that it glows and stuff like that. And even you can make it like pulse and sort of go ah. from like you know, one color to another. So as soon as I found out that it was modeled off Mace Windu's, I definitely went in and changed the color to purple. 
That's so cool. It's, it's uh, really cool. Chrissy, you got to be able to at least go into the Google Hangout and like see the screen. I can probably do that. <laughs> um, and awesome. uh, I also figured out how to change the sound schemes on it and stuff, too. So let me change. Some of them sound really cool. Um, the only problem is your mic is like automatically kind of like trying to shut some of it out. Well, we'll see how this goes. So there's some where it's just like episode one, episode two, episode six that are just kind of like slight variations. But there's a couple others that uh, let's see. Um, yeah, there's Black Star, which is uh, sounds sort of like uh, like Kylo Ren's saber. Yeah, it does. It's like kind of unstable. Yeah, yeah, it's got that weird verb to it. Yeah. And a little yeah, a little more like crazy and sort of chaotic. And then there's yeah. one that's uh called um let me change it again. There's one that's called uh oh, uh Ancient Saber, which I guess is like basically sort of the old like like an old uh really early lightsaber. Oh, you know what it's probably based on? It's probably based on Kotor. Yeah, something like that. Let's see. That looks rad. Like, flip the light Wait, on. Wait, we'll turned on. Hold on. I'm going to turn on the... There, that's the Ancient Saber one. This one sounds really cool. Oh! <laughs> so it sounds, like, really, like, early and sort of, like... Yeah, it's really buzzy. Yeah. Where'd you get it? That was his Christmas present. Oh, good job, Alicia. Wait, turn off the light. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be real riveting podcasting here, yeah, guys. This is the worst podcasting ever. <laughs> <gasps> you can see the purple everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it, it lights up pretty bright. That's awesome. And it That's does, really like, cool. it makes noises when you hit it against stuff. And it flashes when you hit stuff. Yeah, and there's also you can make it. It's uh, what's called like flash on clash. So like if you're like saber locked with somebody else, you're like it flashes really bright and shit. That's so cool. Yeah, this is really neat. And this is the power down noise. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. So that was my uh, my geek of the week was a lot of Star Wars nerdery based around my my new baby. That's so cool. Um, good wifing. Yeah. Um, my geek of the week was, um, honestly, I have been obsessing again with Pokemon Go. Nice. I've been on the go with Pokemon because uh, I've, like, the Charmander and um, Squirtle and Bulbasaur, the starter Pokemon, have been um, yeah. made to be more... Uh, like findable lately so i have just been on a friggin mission yeah i've got um i've got a blastoise and i've got uh i evolved a raichu this past week Mm -hmm. um with a santa hat yep um and venusaur i'm I'm still waiting on a charizard see i was walking the other day i went on a three-hour walk um, just to like stretch my legs and get some Pokemon. And, um, while I was out walking, I got a Charmeleon and a Charizard just like in the wild. Oh, nice. And an Ivysaur. And then I caught, I have caught now enough Pikachu to evolve both a Raichu with a hat and a Raichu without a hat. I have, um, enough to evolve all of the starter Pokemon to both, um, their secondary and their third. 
But I'm waiting until I'm at my next level up so that I can just use a lucky egg and just blow through that level. Yeah. What level are you now? 23. Nice. Yeah. So that was my, uh, I just like geeked hard and went on a couple missions. It was was so (laughs) fun. I, I meant to go yesterday and today, but it's been so freaking cold and rainy and gross. My hair froze today when I went to go pick up my friend. My hair froze, and I had to look in the mirror to see that it was like, it's the only time I'll ever see myself with somewhat dreadlocks. <laughs> I actually had, uh, when I left the house uh, yesterday, I think it was, to go pick up the computer, uh, I'd just gotten out of the shower, so I kind of like quickly just put like a hoodie and like jeans on and like went to go grab it. Um, I walked outside and my beard and mustache froze over, like I could feel it like crystallized to my face. I was like, that's nice. That's good. I love living <laughs> in Canada. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, in the like fifties today. Here, it's pretty pretty nice weather. Actually, yeah, I think it got up into the sixties. Uh, we are her. actually supposed to get some uh, snow starting or tomorrow afternoon, though. And uh, I'm looking forward to that because usually when that happens, this whole fucking city goes insane. Yeah, like, <laughs> they can't handle it at all. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're supposed to get like there's some parts of Georgia. I think we're supposed to get like four to six inches of snow, which is just like unheard of down here. Like if we get anything, it's like one or two inches, something like that. And yeah. then by next weekend, it's supposed to be like seventy. Very, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, it's supposed to be like negative ten for like a week here. So. <laughs> yep, it's gonna suck. Yep, it's gonna suck. But um, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to um, it being February so I can stop liking the winter. <laughs> oh, you! I never pretend to like the winter. That's like not. A I thing like I it. Do. I like the winter. I do too. I, just like, I miss I it like, down here. I don't like snow. Um, I don't like snow. No, I I I dig it. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's my. You shovel it. Ugh. <laughs> that was painful. I'm yeah, sorry, listeners. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that it's about time that we get to the meat of the episode. Meat. New Year's meat. Meat, 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 meat. What would New Year's meat be exactly? Spam. Spam. <laughs> that that that's like last year's fucking meat. Like some shitty uh. congealed stuff. That's what I mean. You probably have it on New Year's because nothing was open New Year's Day. Maybe. Yeah. Plan ahead, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but yes, let's... Okay, so, shoddy hosting. So, the meat (laughs) of our episode, listeners, is... This is the topic that we have grazed over in the past of a number of episodes. We've always said, no, 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 we'll just do an episode. I will just do an episode on it. So, uh, we have listened to ourselves and and decided that um, we will do the episode this week on on episodes, on TV shows that were taken from us too soon. Too soon. And there's a lot of them. There's so many. I have five. That is my... Uh, I have five. I got more than five, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be some overlap. Seven, eight, nine, nine (laughs) nine-ish. That is too many. Yeah. Keep it (laughs) to five. Most of them will be like honorable mention kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my five that are just like the pen... Not the penultimate. I'd made that mistake before. The ultimate (laughs) five... That like the killed me. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, why don't we why don't we start with Mark? Mark, what was your what was, let's say what was your um, bottom tier? Like you're really sad that it's gone, but at the same time, like you know, it's it's not as devastating as your others. Um, well, they got canceled too early. Yeah, I didn't actually list them properly. I had them kind of like in a a, a blob of shit. So <laughs> one, two, brain shit. Yeah, yeah brain shit. Three. <laughs> Um, I think probably number five is kind of like, it's kind of a twofer. It's like the only two times that like Star Trek series ever got canceled. The original series deserved more than three seasons in spite of the fact that like the writing quality was not great by the end of season three or actually okay. by the end of season two. Um, and it would have been nice to have seen it go on a little bit longer than it did. Um, obviously that was like, they'd already saved the show once. They weren't going to be able to save it twice, but mm-hmm. I definitely think the original Star Trek deserved better than like a three-year run um in spite of how historic the show was yeah um and i have to give an honorable shout out to like one we'll actually be able to talk about more is enterprise i think um yeah i that definitely like that that getting shit canned after four years was i it was kind of baffling because by that point the ratings had even out and like the show's quality had hit the point where like it was better than it was better than it had ever been itself at that point, and it was definitely better than its predecessor um, in terms of but, week-to-week quality. So, and plus, that was what ended up like the fact that that was canceled. What was what ended up putting you know Star Wars TV or Star Trek TV shows to bed for a long time. Yeah, and like That's the damage strange. that was done to the franchise was not like everybody blamed Enterprise for like the ratings dying that quickly, like. Technically, it's probably just overexposure at that point. Like, the ratings never peaked higher than, like, the fifth or sixth season of TNG and, like, the premiere of Deep Space Nine. That was as high as it ever got on TV. But, like, they were, like, bottomed out by the time Voyager was on its own and ended. And then going into Enterprise, they they peaked a little bit and, like, came back up. Like, the viewership had leveled out. Um, and the, but the quality was there. So like the fact that it got shit canned before it got, it's like ostensibly at modern Star Trek, you think seven seasons is kind of what's going to happen just because of TNG. Um, and like those other two shows and the fact that it didn't get to seven seasons after having even dealt properly was like, that was kind of embarrassing. So, yeah. And especially cause that finale was so fucking bad too. Like it was such an embarrassing way to go out. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Someday I will watch Enterprise, but it is not this day. It's worth you watching should. it. It's just like the the way they the way they canceled it, like the way it was handled was horseshit. And then like the way they actually like did the finale, where it just turned into like a holodeck episode of TNG, was just like yeah. I was so fucking upset. Maybe I'll try and watch it over the summer or something. It'll be yeah. one of my summer watches when everything goes on hiatus. When you yeah. when you when you get to that point, go look up uh, what uh, Jolene Blaylock said about the finale because she was like vocally angry about it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, so that's my. I guess that's my kind of number five. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, you know what, I it makes me sad when I think about enterprise because you're right it did destroy the franchise for a little while like not destroy but it like put a bit of a gloom over it because hardcore fans were like hey it was okay it got better better than voyager how dare you um (laughs) no but um it was was a better written show than voyager like by a long shot we're gonna we're gonna talk less about that uh anyway the franchise the franchise got super fucked at the end is what i'm trying to i'll i'll just go on record the writing wasn't there 
And then Nemesis came out and that came out head to head with fucking two towers. To your opinion. Bad idea and it killed the franchise (laughs) for a little while. JJ brought it back. Anyway, Tim. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, All right. If we're going for one that's like not, wasn't super crushing, but that I definitely would have enjoyed a lot more of, it would be uh, undergrads. Oh yeah, yeah. Undergrads was so good. Yeah. So for those, that one's a little more obscure. So for those of our listeners that might not uh, know about it, it was an animated series that was on Comedy Central um, in Teletoon in Canada. That was basically about like four friends that are in like college together, like in you know their first couple of years or whatever. And it came starring, out, starring. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, MIA Dance Robot Dance host Eric. Uh, in the role of what the fuck was the the Star Wars guy's name? Oh, uh, what? what? What are you talking about? The Asian what? the Asian guy who was like obsessed with Star Wars on that show was just like literally that oh. was Eric at that uh, age. Let me see. Uh, who uh, was the shit? You're gonna say it. And it's gonna like Gimpy. Gimpy. Fuck. Gimpy. Gimpy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Gimpy, like with the Star Wars, all that shit all the time. I was just like, God yeah, damn it, yeah. Eric, you're on a TV show. Look what has happened. Yeah, but to he you. wasn't Asian, was he? I think he was, I don't know. He looked He looked like Eric to me. He had kind of brownish skin. He had spiky black hair. I was like, he's Asian. <laughs> cool he did. He, yeah, I, can, I can see that, but I don't think he was Asian. Um, anyway. But yeah, so I mean, that came out like when I was in college. Like, uh, I didn't really have a group of friends quite like that, but um, I could definitely relate to it uh, pretty closely despite that. Uh, and it was only only had one season, thirteen episodes, and uh, it was it really did resonate with a lot of people uh, in terms of you know sort of the college experience, and it was a Canadian series too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was definitely one that I could have done with a lot, like another at least a couple more seasons of, and I feel like there was a lot more sto- stories that could have been told. Like it was kind of maybe in some ways sort of a spiritual predecessor to like uh, Community. Uh, and that, you know, they're, they're telling like sort of those, uh, stories that you, I mean, there was a little more, more like dormy, uh, kind of stories rather yeah. than like, uh, you know, study group, uh, uh, kind of thing, but there's definitely some crossover there. Like, um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun show. I remember watching, uh, I remember watching it and just like, I, I used that little gimpy guy to rag on Eric constantly because it was, <laughs> Like the and constant the, Star Wars, I was just like, hilarious. "This is embarrassing." Yeah, it was bad. Have you ever seen it, Christy? What undergrads? Undergrads. Yeah, I saw the first episode and couldn't handle it. Oh really? <laughs> it's like, probably I, pretty I dated. Like, at this okay, point. I will say this: I I appreciated it for what it was, and I did. I won't lie; I watched a few episodes, um, and some of them I really did like. But what I couldn't get over was the one guy. Hey, guy. <laughs> Cal. Uh, Cal. Cal, I yeah. couldn't move past him, and then I met yeah, a real life Cal. Um, I met a real life Cal, and I was just like, we I all can't. did. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, guy. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, though, is like everybody knew that you know somebody that was like that in their dorm or whatever, and everybody knew that like stupid nerdy guy, and everybody knew the like douchey like uh, frat boy dude, and everybody knew sort yeah. of the like normal chill dude that was just trying to you know trying to be cool or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and I guess all four of those main characters were actually named or uh, voiced by the same guy, the series creator. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Really? The guy's name's Pete Williams, and I don't know if he's actually done anything else. Like, uh, you, well, uh, let me put it this way: 
His name on uh, Wikipedia is not highlighted in blue. Oh, okay. Even Fair though so he's, he's listed enough. under like created by yeah. and starring. <laughs> so he's probably uh, working at like a Longham Equate around here then. Actually. <laughs> probably <Good>. yes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look up specifically look up here and see if. Uh, uh, I specifically looked up Pete Williams on Facebook, but yeah, I'm not seeing anything here. I don't think he's. Sounds like he hasn't done anything else, so which is unfortunate because I mean it was a really good show and a really funny show, and uh, yeah, I'd have to watch it again. I remember watching it like when it was coming out um, because everybody was like talking about it, and I I remember specifically like just being like Jesus, Eric, like (laughs) this is you. It's a little scary. Eric Eric wasn't that like level of shut in though. Like Eric was some like combination of like Gimpy and Nitz. Nitz is the the lead character, sort of the uh, the um, audience uh, vehicle character. Yeah, but he definitely had his like when he would go like Star Wars crazy. It was definitely like yeah, yeah, there was some Star Wars crazy that was happening there. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's a good show. Good show. Definitely. Yeah, it definitely could have had a couple seasons. I think I would have watched more than what i got yeah. so yeah absolutely. Yeah. true how about you christy um, i think my number five would be undeclared oh good show yeah i don't know that i watched that i vaguely you know remember it it was really good it was yeah. very fun it was like freaks and geeks light yeah mm. um and that's part of the reason I like. I re- I really liked the characters. Um, I watched it for the first time when I was in school, so um, I remember watching it in my first year because I looked up um, prospects for undeclared majors, and then like, because I hadn't declared my major yet, and the show came up, and so I started watching it. And I was like, oh my god, that's so hilarious! And oh, wow, that's just, another Judd Apatow. I yeah, yeah. Judd Apatow. Yeah. And then it just disappeared. It just stopped. Stopped being filmed. Man, Judd Apatow just got fucking railed early in his career. Yeah, him and um, uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, no, Joss. Well, I mean, he did Firefly after Buffy. (laughs) Well, no, and like also, you got to remember, Joss Whedon is also like I know we're gonna talk about Joss a lot tonight because like one of mine is a Joss show that is not Firefly. Um, (laughs) no, mine's not Firefly, so. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming up, so I have another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably not the one you guys were thinking of either. Um, but he he did a ton of writing. Like, he wrote Toy Story, for fuck's sakes, before he started making TV shows. So, like, Joss, Joss? was doing... Yeah. I didn't know he wrote Toy Story. He wrote most most of the dialogue is Joss Whedon's dialogue. Yeah, he's oh, one my of goodness. the writers on Toy yeah. Story. Yeah. yeah, he was on... Um, it was a Nerdist or, like, a Smodcast he was on or something like that, and they were oh, talking yeah, about it. He's that. like... Ninety percent of the dialogue is like his dialogue. So, Toy Story writer to nineteen ninety five. Yeah, kind of see that in terms of like the way it's paced and that sort of thing. Yeah, so he his career was fine, but like he never got jacked the way Judd Apatow did in this like in this way. He did get jacked twice in a row. Um, well, actually three times, kind of in a row, but like yeah, like this yeah this show got this show got fucked over. This and um, Freaks and Geeks were both two shows. Like one season and out that deserved way better treatment from their network. We'll, so. we'll talk about Freaks and Geeks later. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, she said it. <laughs> but that's true. Undeclared was Freaks and Geeks light. Um, it was it was just a fun show about 
people who were lost and couldn't figure out what they wanted to do with their lives in college, but they were in college anyway. So, I don't know. It yeah. just struck me in a very, like, wonderfully comedic and good way. I also had some, like, big-name actors on the main cast, like, guys who are extremely popular now. Like, having, well, Seth Rogen, obviously, is, like, the main one, but, like, even um, Charlie Jay Hunnam. Rucco. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, Jerry Brucal. But, like, Charlie Hunnam, like, went on to do Sons of Anarchy and is, like, now pretty in demand. In and Jason so. Siegel and fucking I'm just looking at the recurring characters even though I didn't yeah. watch this and fucking under the recurring characters there's Jason Siegel, uh Amy Poehler, yeah. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, yeah, uh, um, Busy Phillips. Also weirdly enough, Monica Kina was uh the only reason I recognized her name because first of all she's smoking hot and second of all she was in Freddy vs Jason. Mm. <laughs> the only other screen credit from hers I was like I know that name. It's got some really epic fucking uh guests uh, stars as well. Yeah. Uh, Jenna Fisher from The Office. Yeah, Simon Helbrick, well who's on Big Bang. Adam Tom Sandler Welling. was in there. Tom Welling, yeah. who was uh, Clark Kent on Smallville. Fred Willard. Ted Nugent. Will Ferrell, Felicia Day. Adam, yeah, Adam Sandler. Will Ferrell. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, just didn't get... It's like, I like a lot of the shows we're probably going to talk about. It's one of those shows that, like, probably got a lot of uh, critical recognition, and then, like, just nobody was watching mm. it, so... Are you still talking about Undeclared? Yeah. 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 That was um, a good show. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it was very fun. Uh, but that would be my number five. So, uh, let's let's move on to number four, because we're already almost two hours into the episode. <laughs> uh, we're only at one, one an hour 26, and we're going to have to cut oh, okay. out about 15 minutes. So. <laughs> We're not too bad. We're going right. to have to cut out in 15? We're going we're gonna to have to cut out about 15 minutes. For what oh, I was chatting. True, true. I'll cut this part out, too. Yeah. That part where I just went off for, like, 15 minutes on what I wanted to do to Mark's mom. Yeah. Right, yeah. We can't include that. Yeah, that's got to go out. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, let's go back. I can't to- wait to hear about that, because I'm leaving this in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was far too graphic to leave in. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mark, let's talk about your number four. Uh, my number four is, it's kind of a weird one because it did kind of come back, but in kind of a weird bastardized form, but Arrested Development. That was uh, my number three. Oh, yeah. see? Yeah, they got f- fucked. Fox hates TV, yeah. apparently. I think it's yeah. my, my personal theory. And I'm going to we'll get into that as we go along, I'm sure. But they just fuck good series over, over and over again. And this is like... I know the ratings were never like super high on this show, but it was so brilliant. And like oh. literally all of comedy that we watch on TV now is like based off of what Arrested Development was doing. Yeah. So, so heavily like, influenced. Like massively, oh, hugely. Sure. Well, Community, Parks and Rec. Um, yep. What's the other one that everybody loves? The Office was hugely influenced by Arrested Development. Like yeah. every big comedy sitcom in the it, past, it's, like it's 10 always years, sunny. Yeah. yeah, all of them massively so influenced by Arrested Development, which like you go back and watch it, still like yeah. massively fucking funny too. Like so I was funny. watching it today, and just really, really, really yeah. intelligent. So smart, yeah, right. so smart. Um, it just it was yeah that was the thing. It was it was like it was it was too smart for um for its own good. Which is a, another thing that's probably going to come up a number of times. Yeah. Um, 
because that's kind of like something that and like I don't know if anybody's actually going to bring up community but that was something that was leveled at community as well it's just it's too smart to find like a mainstream audience mm-hmm. and that was Arrested Development's problem like in fucking spades every time it's like why aren't people watching the show it's like well people don't get it it's like well fine and then yeah. Yeah. like granted we got that Netflix season which was funny but it was so different it like it was so totally same. different that it wasn't yeah. the same thing it wasn't. It was devastatingly different. Yeah. And it's like, it was good once you got into it, but like, it just wasn't. Uh, I don't oh, know. no, I definitely enjoyed it, but like, it just wasn't the same after no. that kind of thing. So I was like, no, that's fine. There was, there was a, a Redditor that uh, re edited that entire season into, uh, like, basically into chronological order, like, basically made it into 11 or 12 episodes that were, like, a couple of episodes that were just, like, George Michael's storyline. Oh, okay. And, uh, so, so you could actually sort of, like, track the characters through the season, because, I mean, uh, like, I watched that that ep- that season pretty closely, but it was still, like, hard to follow, like, who was where at what time kind of thing. It was edited in a very disjointed and haphazard manner, definitely. Yeah. Like, it really suffered from like literally nobody being on the soundstage at the same time, except for like maybe yeah. once. Yeah. They had like two or three scenes or something like that, that had everybody mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, um, which is what was like the best part of that show was just watching all those characters, just like bash into each other. Oh. Heads. Yeah. yeah, And like interact and stuff like that. It was Lucille so with anybody funny. was yeah. magic. Well, to be oh, fair, and- the, the, the Lucille character lives on in Mallory Archer. Yes. Um, yeah. To this Absolutely. day. Cause, <laughs> so fucking brilliant on that show too but <laughs> she is um but like my yeah michael and joe butting heads is always oh, amazing too. Yeah, boy absolutely. fights uh. <laughs> no but still like to this day if i hear cock a cock like cock a cock oh my god the chicken dances. i lose my fucking mind laughing because the first time he st- i saw him do that it was like the vampire in the abed that yeah uh, the vampire <laughs> thing i just like lost my shit Oh my god! I so do. Funny. Um, I'll I'll do my chicken dances at Mark sometimes. Be like cha chi cha chi cha. Uh. Have you, any of you ever even seen a chicken? <laughs> a koodaloo. It's so good. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. One of my so. favorite Arrested Development moments is uh, uh, Michael and maybe singing uh. Afternoon Delight together. Afternoon Delight. Oh my god, it's <laughs> so you, funny. You watch Michael sort of realize about halfway through what he's doing and what the yes. song's about, and he's like, whoa, yeah. oh, I need to stop this. Yeah. Oh my god, or when George Michael and maybe get married for real. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should we should totally do this. It'd be a great, great joke, great gag. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Let's, let's totally do that. If only I knew I was going to hate Michael Sarah so much one day. Uh, <laughs> well, at least he, he came great. around and sort of and sort of like started making fun of himself yeah. later on, like in yeah. This Is the End and stuff like that. That yeah, was that actually was probably great. like that was the first time I saw him in a movie in like seven or eight years that I wasn't like, oh fuck him again. He was so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> he was hilarious. Going around trying to get coke off people, and apparently he got massively injured when Rihanna like cuffed him like she fucking clocked <laughs> the shit out of him like i guess like his eardrum got ruptured or something like that she hit him Jesus. so fucking hard like he got injured legit when he she hit him he was so good as george michael oh yeah absolutely he just like he tried so hard to not be him for real mm-hmm. yeah and like went a weird direction <laughs> yeah 
but like yeah when he got when he gets clipped and this is the end that's fucking yep. genius yeah. but he was yeah i was worried he was gonna shy a la buff for a while there <laughs> the beef yeah he's gonna praise the lord for the beef. beef yeah um Gross. but yeah okay let's uh let's move on to tim's um let's see number four what can i pull off this list um all right, I'll go another uh, animated one. Uh, I could have done with a lot more Invader Zim. Oh, okay. I didn't watch all of it. Oh, it was another show that was really smart and, and really sort of offbeat and very different than what anybody else was doing oh, at the I time. I didn't even think about animated shows. In, Shit. In terms don't, of... Uh, yeah, I have one on there. I don't want anyone to touch it. <laughs> no, you and I wouldn't even have close to the same one. I'm actually surprised Tim's... Like, the one I'm thinking of is not one of Tim's. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that I that is... Definitely one that uh, I could have done with more of as well. The one that yeah. Mark's talking about. Uh, well, I'm just gonna but, say it because it's Justice League Unlimited because it's not in my list. But like that. Oh, really? Been. I was gonna yeah, say well, Clerks. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm not even gonna mention mine until we get there. Yeah. No, I was thinking <laughs> Justice, Justice League Unlimited should have had like at least two or three more years. They should. Yeah, definitely. Forever, um, but so. Clerks, Clerks only got once. It didn't even have a whole season, and it definitely could have had uh, a I lot more. I saw the as DVDs well. though. It did very and that well. was another one where, well, this Invader Zim uh, was a lot smarter than anybody gave it credit for. Um, it only had two seasons and like less than thirty episodes. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, and fuck, Gurr is to this day one of my favorite animated characters ever. His robot. Oh yeah, I could. I should really rewatch that show. It's been a long time since I sat through that. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a. This was one that um, uh, that Alicia and I kind of really bonded over because it came out like right. Uh, well, I guess sort of in the middle. In the middle of when uh, Invader Zim was airing was sort of when we uh, first started talking and was one of the things that we sort of bonded over. Um, nice. So I have some memories there as well. Uh, but yeah, just yeah, really, really funny series. Um, and I don't even know what else to say it, but yeah, definitely something that I could have done more with. This is one though that, and and this is something that we could probably talk about with some of the others. This is one that actually uh, sort of did get a second life later on because this is, there's Invaders in comics now. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been reading them, but uh, I've thought about it. Um, but I've somewhat I don't watch as much animated stuff uh, now as I used to. Uh, but there are a lot of those sort of series that get canceled too soon that do sort of end up with that second life, which is which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't have too much to say about it, but just, definitely just a show I could have done with more of. Yeah. But yes. Um. All right. Well. Uh. I see. This is hard because, like, I uh, my one of my spots was Arrested Development, and um, it's, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, like this is this time I got to steal one from somebody else. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Um. Well, then I will just go to my next one on my list and uh that would be hannibal oh good call i didn't even think about that one shit yeah hannibal was canceled too soon yeah that show that. was fuck oh watch that before you watch um before enterprise. you watch enterprise mm-hmm. i cannot express how fucking good hannibal is <laughs> it yeah. is so smart and so beautifully filmed uh, uh, shockingly, also a NBC broadcast show, which is what yeah. surprised the shit out of me when I first started watching it because it was not like a Showtime or 
No, it's shot in that like it's shot in that style though. It's very cinematic. It's very dark. It's super gruesome. Like I couldn't believe what they were getting yeah. away with on broadcast. All the sex um, too. Yeah, there's all kinds of sex. There's like the corpse shots on their own most of the time are like graphic to like the nth degree. Like it's really disturbing to watch and, and like the, the contents. The third season villain. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Played yes. masterfully by Max from Across the Universe. Yeah. Joe. Joe. What's his I name? I don't remember anymore. Joe. Angelo. No. No, it's a different guy. I like how we're, none we're of the three of us know how to pronounce that fucking guy's name. That's awesome. We should figure <laughs> that out at some point. Here, I'll look Before now. that Batman movie comes out, we're going to have to figure out how to pronounce that motherfucker's name. <laughs> Wait, yeah, in case, in case he listens to the show. Well, I don't know. Just. So that maybe if we're talking about the movie, we can like actually refer to him as somebody as, aside from the guy who was banging Sofia Vergara. <laughs> I think that's a that's a deep thing to refer to him as. He was in True Blood. Yeah. Okay. See, that, that's how you know him. I just know him because of hot, like hot and hot smooshing. Um, oh, he was also he was also um, in Magic Mike. Apparently, Joe Anderson. Joe Anderson. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that Sherlock like. Obviously, it gave us Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, I guess he was... Was he in Casino Royale before Sherlock? that? Sherlock? You, you meant to say Hannibal. I meant to say Hannibal. Yes, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I meant to say Hannibal. Brought, kind, of, kind of gave us Mads Mikkelsen as, like, who he yeah. is now. Like, I'm sure... I can't... I'm sure he, around the same time, was when Casino Royale came out. No, that was that was a couple years before. Le Chiffre was a couple years before Hannibal, for sure. Because that was like 2009 or 2007 or something. That was Casino Royale. Uh, I think. Uh, oh shit! Casino Royale was 2006. That was definitely well before Hannibal. 2006. Yeah. But um, no, Hannibal was oh, one of the. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It was one of the highest brow, like just so well written shows i just when it got canceled it was devastating because it was just you were just getting the surface of hannibal himself like into how his mind worked the way it did and his relationship with will was so captivating mm-hmm. like it was okay so silence of the lambs was an outstanding film but hannibal the show itself in my opinion you know, it couldn't have been made until now because of the effects, which were part of the reason it was so good. But I prefer it to Silence of the Lambs simply for the performances of Mads and Will. Uh, I gotta like shout out Lawrence Fishburne too, though. Like he was yeah, super he fucking was good. Brilliant like, didn't he win? Well. A, did he win an award for it? He must have Saturn Awards. Okay, yeah. So it got it got recognized genre anyway, but he got uh, best supporting actor for season two, which As is he should yeah. have. As he yeah. should have, because he was fantastic in that. Yeah, but yeah, no, this show's like, yeah. so, like this. It felt like a cable show and was shockingly on broadcast for some reason. Like I could have swore it was an HBO show. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I, well, I mean, the lines have really it. started blurring between broadcast and cable in the last couple of years. Yeah, true. But this is like this is where it really started. I think like this is when people were starting to be like, okay, they yeah. have to start because there was a little bit of talk about like broadcast being pissed off about not being able to compete content wise with the cable networks. Mm-hmm. And then it was only going to get worse because Netflix was going to get in the game. And this was yeah. the show where, like, broadcast mm-hmm. showed that they could do that mm-hmm. style of stuff if they wanted to. And then it got canceled because of low ratings. So they never did it again. 
Apparently, it also it. has won best best series Saturns, and Richard yeah. Armitage also won a best supporting yeah. actor for it. Yeah, but this was definitely like a show that should have been. Um, like I can I can't believe somebody didn't pick it up after the fact and move it to a cable network. Like they're still thinking about it, apparently. Yeah, it comes up every once in a while. It's something that'll happen. And as soon as Brian Fuller left uh, Discovery, I was like, oh, maybe he'll just go and do Sherlock now. Although I don't know because Mads Mikkelsen. Hannibal. Like, God damn it! Not Sherlock. 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 Yeah, I'm like, Hannibal. why are we talking about Sherlock? You just want to watch Bandersnatch Cumberbund eat somebody. Oh, I just. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the new episode, Christy? Yeah, I didn't like no. it. You didn't like it? Thought it was weak. I thought it was all right. It wasn't great. No, it was anyway. weak as hell. Tangent. Much, anyway, much like the Christmas Doctor Who episode. I Which haven't I seen that yet. I should. I gotta sit down and watch that. Was not good. Yeah. Not not so good. I mean, it, it was superhero stuff, right? And I'm gonna be picky about superhero stuff. Yeah, fair enough. That's my thing. Um, but even even I think if I wasn't a big superhero person, I don't think I would have been super impressed. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I always feel like Apollo's getting the short end of the sh- like the stick because like the content isn't like the writing's yeah. not there for him, and he's so fucking good. He is. He really needs to. And he was really pretty good in it, but just the story. Well, he's always good, but yeah. it's like the stories are all shit. And I'm just like, God damn it. Like, you have like the best doctor you're probably going to have for the next 10 years. Yeah. Like, do something with him. Yeah. What's his True. name needs to come back? Russell T. Davies. It's horse shit. I don't yeah. like what's his name. Moffat? No. Moffat, Steve Moffat. I, uh, I need to Thumbs really. Down. I really need to give some time and some patience to Doctor Who. You're gonna have to watch Buffy too. So you got. Yeah, I need to watch Buffy and Veronica Mars is the other one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that which I'm is surprised like... that she. I'm guessing she's not on either of your lists, but oh, like... she's on my list. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a different. That that's a different list, Mark. No, no, she's on my TV list. Like this list. She <laughs> that's what I thought. Different. I was hoping she'd be on yours. Yeah, but, Kristen, um... Kristen Bell granted is on a list somewhere for me. She's one that I'll probably get arrested for having, but at some point. <laughs> but she's definitely, uh, yeah, the Veronica Mars is like it's actually my next one. So Yeah, well, let's go right into that then. That's a good segue. Uh, yeah, so my number three pick is Veronica Mars. Um, I don't know if you guys, if you've watched it, right, Christy? I have not. I've seen the uh, first few episodes, and I know that it is amazing. It's yeah. one of those shows that like I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got to sit down and watch this. And then I never really had the time to just sit and appreciate it, so I didn't yeah. want to rush through it and not give it the time it deserved. Um, it's another one of these shows. It's like the the smartest, best show you're you're not watching right now is what was like yeah. always getting done, critically lauded for the three years. Sell me on it. I've never seen the appeal. Like I do, I find Kristen Bell to be really cute, <laughs> but I and my. Part of it is that my dad got really into that, and he doesn't historically have the best taste. This is the man that I've mentioned on the podcast before buys multiple copies of the Mummy movie for some fucking reason. That's I like so that funny. first Mummy movie; it's a decent movie. <laughs> yeah, um, but do you need to have more than one copy of it? I don't even own one copy of it, so there I guess you go. no. Um, <laughs> no, Veronica, it's like it's such a good like. I don't know how to. I don't know how to sell you on it, man. Like it just seemed to me to be like an overblown, like fucking Hardy Boys show, or like Nancy no, Drew, or it some was, shit like it that. It was definitely like it was way more. It was way more grounded than anything like that. It had a good like background of like class warfare between like the rich kids in the town and like the the not so like well to do people. Um, the Veronica Mars character herself was just like really well written, super flawed. 
Um, Kristen Bell, like all the acting in it was great. It probably has the best father-daughter relationship in TV history. Their relationship literally made me want to be a dad for 15 seconds while I was watching it. (laughs) Because like watching the two of them interact is like the sweetest thing you'll ever see. And it's got this nice, like, like in spite of the fact that it's shot in, like, L.A. and it's super bright, it's got this awesome, hard-boiled detective, like, almost film noir kind of style to it. I guarantee you, if you sat down and watched a couple episodes, Tim, you would fucking love the shit out of it. Also, Kristen Bell is smoking hot, so... Yeah, I mean, I know I wouldn't have a whole lot of trouble watching it because of that, but... What's-her-name is in the first season, especially, um, Amanda Seyfried. Um, mm. So early Amanda Seyfried, before she Before got... she went fucking batshit crazy and it's got super crazy yeah she's also like probably 50 pounds underweight oh i know so So you're thinking about amanda bynes yeah Yeah. you're thinking about amanda bynes no amanda (laughs) seyfried just got way too skinny yeah Um, okay but like yeah oh before i forget you know what was weird i was watching la la land and um made me real bummed out because uh um emma stone you know what her issue she's gotten too thin yeah too skinny yeah yeah they all do yeah. that. I was just talking to somebody about Jennifer Lawrence, who is like exactly the same thing. Yeah, too Why? skinny. Too skinny. Doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no. So, like, def- Veronica Mars was like, <sighs> it was like a super smart show. Like, my whole family watched it. It was like the weirdest thing. There's like weird shows that like my whole family would watch like together or like we would all be watching at the same time. And Veronica Mars was like the one that we kind of replaced Buffy with for a little mm-hmm. while. Um, and it was just like, it's super smart. It's super well written. All the characters are like excellently acted and excellently written. Um, you definitely should like, it's only three seasons, which I mean, it's network three seasons. So it's about 60 episodes plus the movie that came out a couple years ago, which yeah. is great too. Um, but you should definitely like take a shot and like sit through that too. Both of you actually, Chrissy, you'd love it too. I think. Yeah. Mark keeps trying to get me to watch it. Yeah. No, it's really good. Really you know what else we should do? I was actually I just rewatched it actually not too long ago because um, like I think my sister started watching it and I was like oh shit I've watched like half of this episode now I'm like fuck I want to watch this show also I kind of want to stare at Kristen Bell for a little while so <laughs> for a second I thought you said I want to stare at Christy for a second I was like whoa no okay <laughs> never I think we should also at some point uh, do an episode on shows that went on for way too long oh absolutely yeah I just want to talk this way if Stu ever listens I can talk about Frasier. I love Frasier. Or, or 24. Or 24. I love yeah. Frasier. We're not going to shit on Frasier. <laughs> no, I like Frasier. I just like, I don't, I don't, I, when people go nuts about it, I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, but he didn't know what to do with his tossed salad and scrambled eggs, okay? Is that a euphemism? Like, <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah, okay, well, let's, uh, let's hear Tim's, let's hear Tim's number one, uh, number three. three. Number three. All right. Um, man, now I kind of want to put Clerks the Animated Series on, but no, I think- <laughs> Do an honorable mention. To, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's on mench. All right, I'm going to say um, The Newsroom with Jeff Daniels. Oh, good show. Yeah. It's, I've never uh, seen that. Good show. Oh, it was oh, so, so, so good and only got two seasons. So yeah. it uh, started, it was on from 2012 to 2014. It was on HBO. It was an Aaron Sorkin show. Yeah. Uh, it's basically, I guess, what he did right after uh, West Wing finished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's basically set in a newsroom in, uh, I want to say New York, uh, for like a sort of major 24 hour news network kind of thing. Um, and, 
or sort of maybe sort of like a 60 minutes kind of show. Okay. Um, and uh, it's all about basically how the news gets made, like how they verify their stories and, uh, you know, what they decide to run with, what they decide not to, sort of all the politics that go on behind the scenes. And that I find really, really captivating. And uh, it had a really good scene in it. And I think the very first episode where uh, uh, Jeff Daniels, oh no, had three three seasons, but not a lot of episodes. They were HBO seasons, so there's only yeah, uh, 25 episodes total. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it was like an eight per or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, eight or and nine, like or a finale. finale. Yeah, I think it was eight, like eight, eight and a finale, like eight, eight, nine, because of the finale or something like that. Yeah, and uh, um, in the very first season, there was a really amazing scene, um, basically where Jeff Daniels' character has just become jaded with the world and uh, yeah. and and with the with news at the time and stuff like that, and uh, he's at a like speaking event and somebody asks him like, "What do you?" what do you think makes America the best country in the world? And he just goes off and says, it's not it. Maybe it used to be, but right now and just fucking like tears this girl apart. Um, and, uh, I'm not going to try and like, you know, recite it or anything, but I, I definitely recommend that you go check that out. Um, it's a really powerful speech and it's something that actually got a lot of play, uh, during the last election cycle too. I saw a lot of people like sharing around on Facebook and that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but point is, he was pointing out like stuff like you know that the education has taken a shit like how terrible the U.S. is in rankings for like math and English and science. all these uh, yeah and sciences and those sorts of things and like the rate of homelessness and how they the fucking government doesn't ca- take care of its citizens and all that kind of thing. Um, but it was a real like powerhouse cast. Like Jeff Daniels was amazing in it. Um, Emily Mortimer, who plays the producer. Uh, so Jeff Daniels plays basically like the news anchor uh, yeah. on the show's called Newsnight, and uh, Emily Mortimer plays the producer and also his love interest. Uh, and um, Allison Pill, who is in uh, among other things, um, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, was really good in it, and uh, Olivia Munn was really, really good on it as well. Uh, she plays basically another anchor, uh, and Sam Waterston plays basically like the president of the news network. Uh, uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, and Jane Fonda plays the owner of the CEO of the news company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was definitely, like I said, it got three seasons relatively short seasons i could have done with at least another like two or three of those they they because it was but all about news they were like covering a lot of um or or nodding to a lot of like actual sort of um things that had gone on in the world and sort of how they maybe should have been covered or why they ended up being covered the way that they were uh, and that sort of thing so really interesting really compelling television i thought yeah, yeah, it was a, a it's a really good show. You should uh, sit through it. I don't know how it would. I don't know how. Well, it's probably not too too dated yet, but it's no, it's it's only like two or three years old. It's yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's super good. So yeah. Um, well, you've sold me. I mean, I will <laughs> I will give it a watch when I can. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, is there anything else you want to say about it, or should we move on to my, my no, number I, dos? I think I've uh, gushed enough on that one for now. Sploosh enough on that one. Um, we'll have to put our, our lists online for, for listeners to listen to. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I was... Um, 
I was a uh, big fan and desperately, desperately depressed when they canceled Clone High. I thought that that one was going to come up. Oh, that was a that was a burn. That was a burn. That was hard. That was another one that that was just too smart, uh, too smart for an animated show. Oh God, it was so good, and the characters were just so brilliant. Will Forte as fucking Abe. Like, the awkward, awkward teenage Abe Lincoln. Dead. I have it. I've had it on DVD for years, and I watch it at least once a year, and just die. Like it's so good. I Gandhi too. Just and oh, it's all of them were so, one of the, my favorite references to make, and no one ever gets is um when uh, Joan has made the art film, and like you just see um. Oh, uh, Genghis Khan, like, crying, being like, ah, ah, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yeah, they, like, slap that. the, the watermelon. Bah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's just so many good moments in that show, and it was so smart, and it was so creative, and... Have you seen it, Mark? No. <gasps> oh, wait. Clone High, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I've seen it. It didn't do much for me. Oh, so. I liked it, but I've never gone back and watched it. Like it wasn't yeah. something that had a really lasting like impact on me. I, I remember enjoying it on, at the time, but I don't remember very much of it, to be honest. So good. My brother was really into it, so like, hi Paul. But like, it he he was really into it. I don't I don't remember getting into it like the way he did. So clone high. It's just yeah. you know what? If you could go back and watch it, I would recommend it. I'm pretty sure I've got his DVDs in the house somewhere of it. I think I saw it not too long ago, so maybe I could just stick it in and watch it. Yeah. yeah. But that's I feel what like you'd, yeah, you'd like amazing. it. Like the, one of the jokes, one of the funniest jokes that I, I still think to this day is it just makes me howl and other people don't think it's as funny as I do. But when, um, Abe is like, uh, they're all coming back to school in the first episode and they're like, um, they cut, they pan to the Elvis twins. And one of them's like, Hmm. Uh, what was it? Something like, uh, ooh, banana sandwiches. What mom make for you? And he goes, a thermos full of tranquilizers and, like, 15 banana and peanut butter sandwiches. Thank you very much. And, then, like, Abe just goes, ooh, one of the Elvis twins really let himself go. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why no one else thinks it's as funny as I do. It's so funny. And I just, any of the boob jokes and any time, like, Joan is trying to, like, get close to Abe, but he just doesn't see it because he's obsessed with Cleo. Yeah. Cleo, 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 Cleo. It did. It had a lot of really, really smart little moments and stuff like that. And it was such a weird mix of like, you know, a high school drama mixed with like a historical drama. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. It was so well done. Oh, it breaks my heart that it's done. It it does. It just breaks. Yeah, because it only got it only got a single season, right? Yeah. Yeah, one season, well, thirteen one episodes. Box, I think that we have that it, like it came out as so it's like thirteen episodes. Yeah, it was so sad when it was gone. Ugh. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my number two. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Wait, that was number three. Oh well, because Mark already said Arrested Development, I skipped one of mine. Oh okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mark, give us your number number two. My number two uh, is Deadwood. Um, so I don't know. It's an HBO show that ran from like 2004, 2006. That um, one had like four or five seasons though, did it not? No, it only had three. 
Um, okay. And ended on a cliffhanger. Oh, fuck. I hate that. And then the show, um, the HBO super fucked the show over, like, just decided not to option the uh, actors who were on it, like, five minutes before they were set. Like, it's uh, literally like a couple days before they were set to start shooting season four. That's so shitty. Just dropped it. Um, It's like, I, I recommend everybody goes and watch it. It's one of my favorite shows ever. It is. A very tough sit, like it's very bleak, very dark. But the character work on the show, like the acting on the show, is unbelievably good. Like, if this show had gotten a full run, like they had been able to finish the story they wanted to tell and do like the six or seven seasons they probably had planned, I think, um, this show would be talked about the way like The Wire and The Sopranos are. Like, it was that level of like acting and storytelling and stuff like that. Wow. But like the show had uh, Timothy Oliphant, uh, Ian McShane, Molly Parker, Jim Beaver, um, Brad Dourif is in it. Oddly enough, Jeffrey Jones, uh, before his weird little pedophile incident happened. Um, <laughs> whoops. Yeah, whoops. Um, we're all in it. Everybody who's in the show is excellent. There's even a uh, one episode uh, guest star by Kristen Bell, actually. Um, <laughs> Where she plays, I can't a, see her fitting into that setting very well. That's the best part because she plays this cutesy little blonde girl, but her and her like brother that are in the town with them uh, are like they're thieves and they start like uh, like stealing from everybody in the town while they're playing this like sweet Christian like brother and sister. Mm. Um, okay, and then maybe I can gets, see that. And then she literally gets beaten to death on camera. Um, yeah, the show is brutally violent and actually um there's a funny statistic that i wanted to like read about it because it's super funny um it is one of the most at the time literally the most extensive use in profanity on any piece of film ever i have heard that yeah there was something like i can't oh the stats not in the wikipedia article of course oh sorry the word fuck is said 43 times in the first hour of the show um the it has been reported that the series has a total count of 2,980 fucks <laughs> and an average of 1.56 utterances of fuck per minute of footage. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, to beat, uh, like, Kevin Smith and Tarantino in profanity is... Uh, yeah, this, that, is, like, that's destroys... A, that's an achievement. And it's funny, too, because, like, I guess when they started writing it or, like, acting it, they were using, like, uh, time, time period accurate profanity Mm -hmm. and like i guess i'm not sure if it was ian mcshane was like this sounds fucking stupid we need to just like (laughs) switch it because they were using like tarnations and stuff like that right yeah and they were like no this this is not gonna work so they switched it to be like like the two words it's fucking cocksucker literally cocksucker gets used almost as much as fuck on this show (laughs) and there is a scene very similar to the wires uh fuck scene where um one character pretty much just says cocksucker for three minutes but it's acted differently so that you get different meaning from the word every time he says it but he is still saying cocksucker every time (laughs) um but yeah it was like a brilliantly like well-acted show it was like i don't even know like how to i can't if i can't sell it to you just by telling you to go see it like it's so well done um go track it down and give it a watch but it's like it's set pre kind of like it's in like i think it's set into the dakota territory like in South Dakota before it, they were annexed or something like that. So it's all about like the chaos of civilization coming together and stuff like that. And it's just, it's Wild crazy West. good. Yeah. In the Wild West, it's super good. 
Yeah, that's been one that's been on my to watch list for a while, but uh, have it not is made hard it to yet. commit to because it does kind of end without like there's a ton of dangling plot threads when you finish it. Um, yeah. So like it does kind of suck to sit through it and then be like, ah, fuck, what happened? Because like they talked about bringing it back for years and years and years and years and years, um, and it just never happened. But mm-hmm. still, like 36 episodes of like the best TV show I've ever seen. So or one nice. of anyway. Well. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more, the more swears, the better. Oh, yeah, man. So much swearing. Um, but, uh, no, that's rad. Um, okay, well, Tim, what is your uh, number two? I'm going to hedge a bet here that one of the ones on my list is uh, going to be mentioned by somebody else. So <laughs> I'm going to let somebody else say it. Thank and, you. And uh, I'm going to say that... Uh, I'm going to say, which is probably one of the sort of best known canceled too soon shows, and that's Twin Peaks. Oh, good call. Good call. I haven't this seen one it. Of my, it's one oh, of my honorable mentions. Oh, fucking, you gotta watch it. Fucking masterpiece. Yeah, it's um, so good. Yeah, I mean, it's just super compelling television. It's just got that like hint of fucking weird Lynch uh, surrealism yeah. and stuff like that, and his really dark humor. Uh, to what it, not, not shows to the, too fucking smart for like to find a mainstream audience. This show yeah. is like, this is a cable show before cable shows were a thing. Like, yeah, I don't even know how yeah. this got onto a broadcast network. It's so fucking weird sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I only had two episodes. It did get thirty episode or uh, or two two seasons. Two uh, seasons, thirty episodes total, and then a feature film a couple years later. That's um, sort of that did sort of provide some closure to the series overall and sort of the the major mysteries of the series which was basically what happened to laura palmer it is coming Uh, back though isn't it it is yes Uh, so that is one uh and that's another thing i think we would probably do an episode on shows that have returned like have have had a hiatus and then come back and like oh. how which ones did it well and which ones didn't kind of thing. I have so many so things like, to say about the X Files relaunch. So many things. <laughs> uh, well, one of the ones that's kind of on my honorable mentions is uh, Ren and Stimpy, and it did have a return that was yeah. really different than the original series. Yeah. Um, still had some good stuff, but very leaned a lot heavier into the gay jokes and the dick and fart jokes and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and a little less smart than it used to be, but. Um, back to Twin Peaks. So I mean, uh, yeah, Chrissy, I can definitely highly recommend Twin Peaks. It's uh, let's see, the, yeah, the only thirty episodes, so it's not that much of a commitment, but just really, um, really well shot as well, uh, especially well, for Lynch, the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, in terms of TV, that's not something that people really often give a lot of uh, a lot of uh, thought to, but that definitely got a lot of. A lot of directing. Lynch directed the fuck out of that. Yeah. True. Um, no, I've I've heard that it's um a show that I, I need to watch to yeah. appreciate. Mm-hmm. It's one of those shows that you like you can't hear about it to understand how good it is. It's something you have to experience. Yeah. And something yeah. definitely that, that has become so ingrained in the pop culture, uh, and also that influenced so much that came after it. Uh, yeah. there are a lot of shows that harken back to this. Yeah, this is definitely a show that like caused the X Files to happen. Like, yeah. if without this show, like a lot the of tone. what actually, a lot of what we're talking about tonight, like a lot of the shows that we will like we're talking about or that we would count as our favorite shows, which I guess is another episode we could do at some point, um, probably wouldn't have happened if Twin Peaks didn't get aired ever. 
yeah. um, in spite of the fact that it got canceled so quickly. But it is like something that influenced massively, like the way cable shows were shot and yeah. written, and like a lot of like the supernatural, um, like X Files kind of like shows leaned heavily on the way the style of this show. Um, okay, it's massively influential and like you should definitely check it out and then we'll be able to talk about it when the tv show comes on because i'm assuming that's gonna be fucking brilliant too yeah yeah Yeah, i'm really looking forward to to seeing it when it comes back i mean uh, yeah yeah, the the level of uh lynch's involvement and it seems like it was pretty good and and it's on showtime so it'll be on a cable show they'll be able to do whatever they want which is going to be awesome too True. I mean, you were talking about like X Files. Like the tone of X Files is almost exactly the tone of yeah. Twin Peaks. Oh no, absolutely! They t- they stole the tone of that show from this show. Yeah. Like absolutely, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it was two years. Like what was it? X Files ninety three started. This is 90, yeah. 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, uh, 90, 90, yeah, ninety ninety one. Yeah, ninety ninety one, and then the uh, movie was ninety two. Yeah, and then like X Files was like, I want to say ninety two or ninety three. Uh, yeah, I think like 93. I want to say 93. 93. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 93. So, yeah, it was just, yeah, totally owed everything to Twin Peaks. Um, yeah. And they, Absolutely. like, I'm, I'm sure Chris Carter said that out there. He's like, there's no way my show would have ever got made if that hadn't been there. So, yeah. Yeah. And, like, um, X Files being as big as it was, like, a lot of the genre TV that we watch now, like, we talked about Veronica Mars, that would have never happen without something like Twin Peaks, then X Files, and. Buffy was yeah. the same kind of way, like all that kind of stuff, like yeah. owes its life directly to that. So yeah. and it's it's not the kind of show where like like it didn't really feel like like it wasn't uh, there wasn't a cliffhanger or anything like that. The no. movie did sort of sum it up pretty well, yeah. um, but uh, I definitely could have lived in that world for for a lot longer than uh-huh. than we actually got to. I, it, I mean, this is a series that I didn't watch. Like, fuck, I wasn't watching this when I was like nine or ten. No. Like, you know, I didn't watch this until like I was in my twenties. But uh, yeah, I, I remember was... somebody handing me the DVD of it, the DVDs of it, and being like, "You have to watch this." And I was like, "All right, yeah, go watch it." And I was like, "Oh shit, this is what I missed." So yeah, I probably got it off like Kazaa or some shit like that when I was in oh, yeah, <laughs> undergrad. And yeah. oh, Kazaa. Uh, yeah, probably or E Mule or fucking uh, LimeWire or some shit like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be my number two. Be Twin Peaks. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good, good, good call, good pull. Um, well, I guess I'll just say my number one. Do you want to go last? Because we know what you want to talk about. Do you want to go last? I guess. Because we know what you want to talk about. <laughs> and it, actually, Tim, why don't you just keep going? Because mine segs into hers nicely. All right. Yeah, because you guys are both gonna go weeding. And I'm gonna go hijack in the, the podcast. And I'm Sorry, gonna man. jump back to uh, to Jet Apatow with Freaks and Geeks. Okay, good call. Yeah, he did get he did get jacked. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, really did. I think he's made up for it though. I think he's made his money back at this point. How do you? What do you think? You think he's doing? Oh okay yeah, now? yeah. I think I think he's think he's probably crying or yeah, crying crying himself to sleep with uh, hundred dollars. That's how kids doing these days. You think he's doing all right? Yeah, probably. Fucking like movie empire. <laughs> um, yeah, so Freaks and Geeks was uh, 1999 2000. We already talked about this a little bit on our Halloween episode. Uh, episode. Um, yep. <laughs> Halloween TV episode. And uh, it was another one that just, I mean, it resonated really heavily with me, even though I wasn't like really alive. I mean, I was 
uh, I was born in 81 and it's set in like 1980, 1981. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's still a lot of those same like cultural touch points. Like, uh, it's basically they're living in a world where star Wars and, uh, and, and fucking Indiana Jones are new things. And like, you're still getting, you know, the, there's still like new fucking Led Zeppelin albums and shit like that coming out and that kind of thing. Oh, so what a world to live in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so also just, I mean, the humor in it was amazing. Like I really felt like I, I really resonated with those like younger characters, uh, like, uh, the, uh, John Daly and, uh, Sam Levine and Martin Starr characters. Like that was me growing up for sure. Totally. Um, and, uh, but really again, like a just fucking superstar cast, uh, Linda Cardellini, James Franco, Seth Rogen, Jason Siegel, yeah. um, and then, uh, and busy Phillips and, uh, Joe Flattery and an amazing performance as, uh, as their, the kid's dad was really good too. Um, yeah, I just, I love this fucking show. It's a show that I've. I mean, for me to rewatch a show, even a show that's as short as this, only like a single season, more than like three or four times, I really need to love it. And this is definitely one that I've watched at least five or six times, if not more. Nice. Yeah. Freaks and Geeks is a great show. Yeah. It's just like, it resonates with you because of the way it's set up. It can resonate with anybody. Yeah. It's just, it's so, uh, it's so relatable and uh, it's the sort of humor where you're like, you know, you're not laughing necessarily at the characters. You're laughing because you're like, ha I did that when I was a kid or whatever. And, you know, I, I, I remember those feels and that kind of thing. Or I remember those kids in high school. They were total dicks. Maybe this is why and that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, what about you, Mark? Uh, my number one, this is okay. So I was doing like, I kind of did some research and went through a couple lists and I saw some weird shit and I was like, this is, why is this here? But I kept seeing Buffy listed and I was like, no, Buffy lasted seven seasons. It didn't get canceled too soon. Um, and I know what Christy's going to talk about, but like, and I know there is another show that got fucked over too, but the one, <laughs> um, that I get really pissed about to this day, I still get angry when I see it or rewatch it, uh, is Angel actually. Um, <laughs> Angel deserved one more season after season five. They got fucked hard by the network on that one. They were at their absolute storytelling peak and were like, just, I, what is this face you're making at me, Tim? I feel like Angel had a pretty good run. Like, I'm pretty happy with the amount of Angel that we got. They needed, they needed one more year, and that's what pisses me off the most about this, is they had one more year's story they could have told that they set up yeah. that they never got a chance to that do. Is, yeah. And it's like, it's that, I mean, most of these shows we talked about get like two year, one year, two years, and they get cut off way early, like before they even kind of, some of them before they find their feet, like with Freaks and Geeks, it hadn't really like, it was good, but it hadn't like found its footing quite yet. Mm. Angel was suddenly like firing on all cylinders and was Mm. like one of the best shows on TV and they cut its fucking legs out underneath it and like needed that one extra season of closure to just like wrap everything up and it would have been perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. And they didn't get it, and it just breaks my fucking heart. Um, every time I still get angry. When I rewatch it and it ends, I'm like, fuck, one more year, that would have been amazing and epic. <laughs> yeah. Because um, season five, by the time they hit season five, they were like, that was probably the best, that's my favorite season of like the, the Buffyverse stuff. By Really? Uh, 
a pretty fair margin. Like the okay. only ones I'll think of that even come close to it in my head are season two and three of Buffy itself. Yeah, I, I'm not. It's been a while since I've rewatched. So yeah, yeah, I was a big fan. I actually liked Angel. Like once the two shows were running concurrently at like, yeah, whatever. I always preferred Angel to Buffy because it was a more it was a darker, probably better written in a lot of spots at that point. Um, it was much more. It was it, like, come on, man! It was like it was Batman on TV, really. Like it was a superhero show. Um, yeah, in a I lot of thought ways. It that way, but I can see, I can see that comparison. It had, it just had a much darker tone to it, so I enjoyed it that much more. Um, mm-hmm. But by the time they were like in season five, like they had reintroduced Spike and made him awesome again after like pussifying him for five years or three years on Buffy. And uh, all the characters were just, like, super mature and, like, really well-written by that point. And then it was, like, they rushed a finale. And it was it was good, like, for what it was. It was an excellent finale. But it definitely... There was a, they, you could tell they had written it to have the breathing room for one more season before they wrapped up the story. Mm-hmm. And they it, did, it, did, it did end really well, though. Like, yeah, it did end excellently. Out of, out of all the shows that we've talked about, that one maybe had the best uh, and sort of most fitting like, final Absolutely. episode. Still went out like, as, final as, scene. Like, perfectly for like, the, the theme of the show. But it, yeah. just, it, need, it needed that. There was, there's still questions I have about a bunch of the characters that like, would have been good if they had had that extra year. Mm-hmm. And that one burns me because it's actually the same year that Christie's one happens. So, Christy, go ahead. <laughs> Firefly. Yeah. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I'm a leaf on the wind. <laughs> Watch how I'm canceled. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, it's too much. It's too hard. <laughs> That's I what she it. said. <laughs> Never. No. <laughs> I don't think I'd say that. <laughs> but God, so depressing. <laughs> the show or the fact that it was canceled? The fact that it was canceled. <laughs> and then to come back with fucking Serenity and to kill Wash. Yeah. And Shepard Book. Like, I and mean, book, yeah, yeah, I mean, they killed Shep too, but like, I don't know. To kill Wash, I mean. Come on. <laughs> like, what are you... Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, that's so many people were so angry about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, talk about getting fucked by the network. That's the... Uh, the yeah. story of Joss Whedon shows post... Actually, even kind of Buffy to a certain extent, but, like, all of his shows post-Buffy got jacked by the network yeah. pretty badly. Like, like they just did. They didn't know what to do with Firefly. Nobody did. Well, they no, nobody really did. No, and it was just like Firefly was okay. T- to me, Firefly was one of the most brilliantly written, funny but dramatic, and just like really well done, like productions of its time. Like the fact that it it was a d- totally new take on a Star Trekian kind of universe, and it was trying to be something completely different and completely new while bringing in two genres nobody ever really considered bringing in 
like that together, like a cowboy spaceship. Like what? Well, I think the the closest thing I, I would call it more more of a Star Wars universe than yeah. a Star Trek universe. That's like there is definitely a lot more of that sort of swashbuckling adventure kind of thing that you got in Star Wars, and I would say Star Wars did have some elements of that kind of like Western. Uh, but not obviously not anywhere near like, the level that Firefly did. Yeah, like this one, the Firefly clung to it. You know, like it was, it knew what it was as like it was, it was distinctly what it was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Star Wars had this beautifully vast universe, but um, it was there was so much going on. And it was so great, but Firefly stuck to its roots. It, it it seemed like a, a relatively small world that they'd built, like a cozy world. I'll say if you uh, if you go and read like the uh, whatever you want to call it, like the extended universe stuff, they explain the size of it. It's not very big. There's no faster than light travel in that universe, mm-hmm. so it yeah. is kind of in a like a stellar cluster. Like it's a small grouping of systems. Yeah. Um. So it's not like Star Wars spans a galaxy how big that galaxy is is up for debate and they do obviously have faster than light travel um star trek as well that's the other thing is like they have the warp drive and stuff this is me getting like super sci-fi nerd on you but like firefly was there was no faster than light travel it was all Mm -hmm. inside of a stellar system kind of thing so yeah um that was the point of it but like there is um i don't know do you have anything else to say christy just i don't think any of them made me a sad as Firefly. No. Like what got so fucked over and like Were we all yeah. did did you guys watch Firefly as it aired or did you watch yeah, it later? I did. I watched I watched all the Jouster shows as they aired. Um I watched it later not knowing it was only one season. <laughs> so oh, you're God. the person that's in that webcomic that's uh that goes around. Yeah. Pretty Have much. you guys seen that? There's there's a web comic that's like somebody uh, like saying to their friend, "Yeah, I just watched that first season of uh, Firefly. It was it was really good. Can I borrow the second one from you?" And then the friend's like, "Oh, oh, oh sweetie, shit, I, I gotta tell you." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, no, that hap- That actually, pretty much, genuinely word for word happened with my dad. He gave it to me, and I was like, "Oh my God," because I was home from McMaster in my first year. Just for, you know, a, a little, it was the Christmas vacation. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch Firefly. My sister told me to watch Firefly. And um, I'm watching it, and I was just like, holy shit. Holy shit. This is so fucking good. And, like, I just fell in love with it. So I finished the season in, like, two days and went to my dad. And I was just like, dad, this was so good. Where's your, where's the second box set? You always have, like, like, multiple box sets. You're like and a junkie, was, like, scratching your arms. And you're like, yeah, I need more. <laughs> Pretty much. And he was just like, Christy, that's it was it was one season. And I was like, What what the fuck do you mean it was one fucking season? Like I'm gonna I say that was understand. a that was a dick move on your dad's part. Who the fuck gives somebody Firefly without saying, Okay, this is it. This is it. You go you're fucked after this, yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know if it was like he and Amberly were trying to pull a prank on me, maybe. Like, Haha. <laughs> let's let's just, you know Your family's really mean to you, eh? <laughs> That's a harsh thing to do to somebody. No, my family loves me, but they also take advantage of me in the same way you guys do. I <laughs> the butt of a joke. The butt of the joke. Is how I like mm. to go about it. Sweet and humble. Right. <laughs> Innocent until proven not. Um, but uh, yeah, and like I just, 
I, I couldn't believe, I, I was devastated. I was just like, um, what? Because, you know, on the DVDs, it's it's um, shown out of sequence. So there's like that bonus weird episode with the black mm-hmm. guy in space. And um, I remember just being like, well, that was a weird finale. Nah, well, just go up and uh, stand where this is. And he was like, yeah, no, that doesn't exist. I just, I think I cried. And that would have been before Serenity, too? Yeah. Oh, that's harsh. I was just like, I don't under, I don't understand. What, <laughs> what do you mean? Why would you? I would rather have never seen it. I would rather have never seen it. You gore and monster. Was just like fuck this. <laughs> like, what did they do to wash? Like, I mean, pre the you know preacher was ready to die. Priest, he was ready to go. The shepherd was ready to go. Book, yeah, yeah. Book was ready to. He was ready to pass. Shep, I mean, not Shep. Um, wash. You calling him Shep like it's Mass Effect or something? I know. I'm sorry. It's, you know what? It's because he goes by Shepherd. Yeah. Um, but Shepherd Book. But um, no, for me, it was just like, I, I just, when Wash died, I wept because he had a family. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a fucking rough one for sure. Zoe needed him because he made her laugh. And my favorite moment in Firefly is still the dinosaurs. Ah, curse your inevitable, sudden but inevitable betrayal. Yeah. So yeah, it had so many great little character moments like that, like the that a lot of series don't really get. And I know that that's that's Whedon and his writing, and, and yeah, that's, and that's a Joss like hallmark. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, there. I I don't think I don't know if I can name another series where after one season you felt so familiar with those characters. Yeah, like you. Not one that them. didn't go on afterwards, probably. Yeah. The comics just aren't the same for Firefly. Like they're no. good, but they're not. And well, and it, th- that's another thing. I mean, it did get a second life. Like there have been graphic novels and comics that, uh, like I think Book had one that told his story, and there are ones that continued the uh, the crew's story afterwards as well. So it just, mm, I mean, uh, the way that the actors performed. It's just like they they knew their characters so intimately and you could just tell and you could appreciate like the work that went into making them just so like Nathan Fillion was brilliant. And there is a massive amount of chemistry between those actors as well. Yeah. Yeah. They all loved each other. Yeah. It was yeah. heartbreaking. It, made, it makes you like Adam Baldwin, who is a complete fucking like right wing nut job. Oh, now, yeah. So. Total <laughs> asshole. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a total asshole. Um, they and the, to be fair, they were so good about uh, Joss was so good about helping those actors out after the fact because they all ended up on, well, not all, but they all like a lot of them ended up on in the, in the Buffyverse after the fact because, mm-hmm. um, Nathan Fillion was in season seven of Buffy, and then Gina Torres was in season four of Angel, and Adam Baldwin shows up at the end of season five of Angel. Mm-hmm. So he did integrate all those people, like, got them work where he could kind of thing. Alan Tudyk's not Sorry, doing too bad. He was in fucking Star Wars. Yeah. He's so. the best. I love yeah. that he does voiceover work. He's so yeah. good at it. Yeah, he's awesome at it. And he's, well, he's, suppo- he's about to be back on network television because he's going to be yeah. on uh, the new DC series about, like, basically the cleaning crew or whatever. The cleanup that, like, crew or whatever? Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what the actual name of it is, but uh, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't talked about that yet, actually. But uh, Danny Pudi's in that as well, um, yeah. 
Well, that'll yeah, be a must-watch once it actually comes out. So yeah, absolutely. As, you just reminded me though, just as a quick side note, have you seen the Ducktales cast yet? Because I know we talked about it a little bit, but it's gonna be. <laughs> when did we talk about this? Ducktales? I thought we did. Danny Pudi's in Ducktales. Yeah. Have you not seen the Ducktales cast yet? No. What the fuck are you? The guys, is Scrooge a- McDuck is David Tennant. Yeah. Oh, I heard about that. Danny Pudi's in it. Yeah, he's one of the brothers. He's one of Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and so is um. Oh, he was in Parks and Rec. He was um, Aziz Ansari's friend, Ben Schwartzman. Ben Schwartz. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And um, is it a show or is it a movie? It's oh, going to be a movie. 2017 series. Oh, is it a series? I've forgotten. But yeah, it's supposed to be like stupid, like stupid good. Look at the oh. cast; it's fantastic. I am looking at it. That David Tennant, Danny Pudi, Ben Schwartz, Bobby. I'm gonna say Monahan. Monahan. Monahan yeah. from SNL. Beck Bennett. He's one of the he's, that's Jesus, this, this last one's going to make me sound horrible, but Tokes, Tox, Alagundoy. Yikes. And I have Kate, no idea. Kate Masucci. Cool. Makuchi. Oh, Makuchi. Yeah, Kate, Kate Makuchi from she's like, the, um, she's from Garfunkel Garfunkel Notes. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Cute. I know who that is. Yeah, okay, fair enough. She's like, she plays the ukulele and she's beyond right. cute. She's right. on, uh, right. d- did a whole lot of episodes on, uh, Scrubs, uh, Scrubs, yeah. Scrubs, and she was also um, a hilarious character in um, Raising Hope. Oh, she's on the Big Bang Theory too. Yeah, yeah. She played Raj's uh, girlfriend for a few episodes on Big Bang Theory, right. as long as he ever cool. kept a girlfriend. Yeah, till he got that cool. super hot redhead girlfriend. He has a super hot redheaded girlfriend. Spoiler. Uh, he did for a while. Speaking of super hot redheads, uh, yeah, Christina Hedricks on Saffron, or as Saffron on uh, on uh, Firefly. That was oh uh, yeah, stupid hot times. That was if if I'd had any sexuality left to be awakened at that point, it definitely. (laughs) I was going to say if I have any sexuality, and I was like, it's a weird way to tell us you are asexual. Yeah, Tim's asexual now. Yeah. Uh yeah, that was fucking amazing. Agreed, agreed. But then she ended up on <laughs> Mad Men, and it all worked out in the end. So yes. Um. Yeah. What else can we oh, say? So there you go. Firefly. We, we could easily do a whole episode on Firefly, I think, and we probably will at some point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Do yep. we do? What do we? I, do I wonder. Well, while we're on this sort of topic, I wonder if. I wonder if it was partially that maybe Joss was kind of sparing himself too thin that he wasn't able to to advocate for Firefly as strongly because he, he was doing. Time, actually, the the funny part was um, he had left the two other shows at the time. As far as I know, he was solely concentrating on Firefly. Um, but and but he must have at least left. had some responsibility still there that many couldn't oh, devote a hundred percent of his time to yeah. Firefly. Yeah, because that's also because so that would have been um, as Firefly would have been being developed and. Uh, launching or like premiering um, would have been in Buffy season six. Um, so Marty Noxon had taken over showrunning Buffy at that point, and season six would have fell concurrently with season three of Angel. Angel, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, probably pretty thin. I'm trying to remember who was showrunning Angel at the time. Um, I think it was Ben Edlund. No, it's that's like a tick, right? Doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> he left it to two other people, but yeah, he was probably still in the room, and like he was definitely spread a little thin. 
Um, I know the story about why Angel was canceled is that they were probably going to renew it, but he wanted early renewal and went into the uh, head of the WB's office and demanded demanded early renewal. And the guy was like, fuck you, get out. And they canceled it. And that was the end of Angel. Um, Firefly was uh, probably, I don't think it was the same thing exactly, but I would imagine it's handled. Overall. It was mishandled brutally, and I don't, I don't think it was the cheapest show to make either. Like, I think it was a pretty expensive Ew. show. So, yeah. I, I could see... But, I mean, it wasn't promoted properly. It no. wasn't uh, aired at a decent time. It wasn't even aired sequentially. Really it was not. It was yeah. aired out of order. So, like, what you get on the DVD is actually the production order, like the way Joss intended it to be watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you... What, what they aired, if you go... You can look, find it on the Wikipedia and see how they aired, what the air dates were on them, um, see what the order was. The train heist was was shown first. I remember seeing the train heist first, and then the mm-hmm. premiere was shown, uh, like, a week later. It was asinine. How did he always get the shit end of the stick in having to, like, get his, like, his episodes all out of order all the time? That was the only time it really happened to him. It happened with Firefly. No, that's what I'm saying. Firefly's the only time it really happened. Oh, I thought you were saying it happened with um, Buffy no. as well. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Firefly. Sorry. Yeah. This is also a time, like, I mean, continuity had started to become more important to people. No, but... man, this is way after like that. That ship had long sailed, man. Buffy and Angel were so serialized. There's no way yeah. you can even make that argument at that point. But Buffy and Angel, and maybe like X Files, is... were the only series that I felt feel like leaned really heavily on that continuity. Like we're from, also, we're also this is also post Deep Space Nine. Cable had yeah. started up, okay, so enough. you're into the Sopranos and stuff like that. Where like you have to watch every episode, kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's that that ship had long since sailed. Like we were in continuity land at that point. Firefly didn't have it as maybe it would have if you'd gone forward with it, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think it was as important <sighs> to that show as it was. Um, like specifically, Angel by the end was just like I, I couldn't even imagine trying to sit somebody down and watch like a middle of season three or four Angel episode without being having to do a two hour speech before beforehand to explain where the characters are. Yeah. Yeah, it's just and I mean, so fucking dense. Could you imagine the stories that they could have told in the Firefly universe if? <laughs> oh, absolutely. If they had been able to do like larger, like overarching stories, you know, across like a whole season or something like that. Fuck. Absolutely. That's why everybody wanted like a cable network to pick it up. It would have been fantastic, but like, yeah. it just wasn't going to happen. So now, now they're all thoroughly bummed out. So super yeah. bummed out. Seems like a good time <laughs> to end the podcast. Yeah, pretty good. Do we have any um, uh, honorable mentions that we want to spout off? Uh, mine are just Quickly. community and happy endings. Happy endings. What's that? Yeah. Happy endings was just like, it was like um, the modern friends. It was just, it was, it was really clever and like quite fun. It was, uh, it was only on for three seasons and got canceled in my opinion too early. They were just starting to get the characters and like, every, it was just so funny. It was very lighthearted and very, um, I don't think you guys would have liked it very much, but, like, only be- well, Tim might have. Tim might have. But, like, they had one character who was just great. His name was Max, and he was um, gay, but, like, he was the st- they always called him the straightest gay man that they knew. And, like, it just, it played on some really fun stereotypes and turned them on their heads. And it was just really clever. Um, cool. And then uh, Community. Community. Community yeah. That I'm saying it was canceled in its prime, and then it—I don't yeah. think that it recovered as yeah. as well. Yeah, 
I think I think after season three, like with Dan Harmon getting fired, I almost you can almost consider that like a cancellation, and then it came back, and it just wasn't like that's kind of never my point. quite the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, for me, let's see. Clerks the animated series is definitely one that I could have done with a lot more of. They didn't even get to air that whole first season, although luckily no, it all got uh, released on DVD eventually. Um, Terminator the Sarah Con- Connor Chronicles I thought was pretty un- underappreciated. That was one of my shoutouts. It was an excellent show. It was. It was a great show. Yeah, it had it was a, a great lot- show. Yeah, a lot of good stuff in it. A lot of like really interesting sort of stories that they never could have told in like a Terminator movie. Yeah, um, a lot of good, like good overarching kind of stories, that sort of thing. Um, and the other, this one is probably going to be a weird one, but uh, I'm going to say the the Birds of Prey series. Mm. Uh, I don't agree one necessarily of the... that it should have ever been made. But, uh... <laughs> I I enjoyed that series, and I could have done with maybe maybe not you know like six or seven seasons, but like another like maybe one or two seasons more than it oh. got. Fair enough. I don't remember liking it particularly, but I'm sure it had its fans. <laughs> um, yeah, so my honorable mentions, um, Dead Like Me. I don't know if you guys yeah, have ever so seen it. Yeah, so good. I thought, yeah, I was going to mention that one too. Yeah. yeah, Dead Like Me, I love that show. And like every time they kept, like when they brought it back in that movie was fucking terrible. And like they didn't get, um, mm-hmm. what's his name back? Um, I can't remember his name. The actor that played like her boss, who was awesome, yeah. and nobody oh, likes yeah. apparently. He apparently, he's a giant douchebag. Yeah. Um, hold on, let me oh, look it up, man. and I'll just cut it out of the episode. Yeah, uh, like me was uh, Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, Mandy Patinkin. He was brilliant. Yeah, he's so fucking funny. Yeah, he was apparently, really he's like a giant shitbag on set. Like he's just a pain in the ass to have around. So. He wouldn't come back when they did that movie, but he was fucking awesome on that show. That show, whole show was great. Like, it was so well acted. Well, you know who Mandy Patinkin was, how he rose to fame. He was Inigo Montoya. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he was a big, uh, big Broadway guy, too. He was a big Broadway guy, yeah. yeah. That's how he got the he role in uh, Princess in the, Pride. Yeah, he was in, in the park with George or something like that. Yeah. Sundays in the park with S- George. Sunday in the park with George. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, my other one was, well, you Tim said Terminator, uh, Sarah Connor, uh, no, Sarah, Con- Ugh. the Sarah, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah, that one's um, a- which is great. And then uh, Carnival was another HBO show. They got two seasons. Oh got, got fuck down. yeah! Yeah, Carnival that show was amazing. Was so good. Um. So yeah, like I, I I lean into the cable shit a lot, but like that's a show that I was like, fuck, why are you canceling this show? Shit. Yeah. HBO like. I'm not sure if it was before or after Deadwood, but I remember the two of them happening very close to each other. I'm like, Deadwood, you guys are fucking up really badly right now, HBO. You're lucky you still have The Sopranos, otherwise I'd be pissed at you. Um, the the first yeah. season of uh, of Carnival uh, was really, really good. I don't remember... I, I remember it trailing off a little bit in terms of quality, so I wasn't as heartbroken yeah. that it got canceled. Uh, that's but, potential, though. Like, the storytelling yeah, on the show was like... There was a really lot did. of shit they could have done on that show that could have yeah, lasted it was like, like five years. It was like something wicked this way comes, but for grown-ups. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely for grown-ups. Not... <laughs> no, not yeah. for kids. Fuck, that was a grim show. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fucking show. nightmare fuel right there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. What was it uh, called? Uh, Carnival. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, about like basically it. like a, a really creepy circus where a bunch of fucked up like supernatural shit happens. Set in like oh, sort of the Dust Bowl uh, era. 
Yeah. Like uh, the like um twenties, something 20s? like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, no thank yeah. you. No. Teens and twenties. Yeah, it's so good though. Um it was done real well. While I was like kind of prepping for this episode, I was just kind of like looking at some stuff. I saw some shit that really weirded me out because that's where I saw Buffy being listed and being like, "Why the fuck's that there?" But then I was like, "Did any of you guys watch Chuck?" I loved yeah. Chuck. Did that not get finale properly? I thought that I remember. Um, wa- I watched it, but I don't remember it getting finale properly. It was rushed. It was a rushed finale. Okay, but it was listed a bunch of times. And they were getting canceled. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, and then I saw Heroes listed a bunch of times, which is like, it should have been canceled after the first season. That was a piece of garbage. No, the yeah, first I'll, season was great. The second season, when it went on the writer's strike, destroyed everything that they had been working towards, which made the first season. Okay, you're right. Good. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other one that just, it just, it made me laugh because it kept, it was on three of the four lists that I looked at had the Ghost Whisperer on it. And I was like, <laughs> who gives a shit about the Ghost Whisperer? Canceled too Whisperer? soon. It was Jennifer Love Hewitt. If any Jennifer Love oh, Hewitt yeah. show that got canceled too soon, it was the fucking client list, and that's only because she was half naked in every episode. I've never watched either <laughs> of these shows with the sound on, but I did watch more of the client list than I ever did Ghost Whisperer. Yeah. That was weird to me. <laughs> I am fascinated by Jennifer Love Hewitt's breasts. That's pretty much what? the What? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the oh, long and yeah. short of that story. <laughs> Even those of us that have never seen them are still in love with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, just thought, like, I can't hardly wait. It had a big effect on my uh, on my high school life. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's like yeah. your obsession with Alison Brie. That's both of our obsessions with Alison Brie. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tim and I only have like very similar taste in women. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how that happened. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm not going to question it. Yeah, it's it's cool. So doc. Yeah, just doc. Call it a day. Doc from a thousand miles away. <laughs> Over the internet, the glory of the internet. <laughs> Long distance docking. <laughs> All right. It's romantic. Yeah. Kind of cute. Kind of cute. Gross. Awesome. Okay, well, guys, I think we're going to have to wrap it up because it's almost 1 a.m. here. Oh, and. Shit. Uh, yeah. I gotta be at the <laughs> we've office. Been, we've been talking for a while, so I'm gonna throw down some of our um, some of our info so you can follow us. So if you're looking to find us on social media, which is probably how you found us in the first place, you can see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast. You can find us on Shout Engine to listen to all these nerdy episodes at shoutengine.com slash dance robot dance. Our Twitter handle is d as at drd underscore podcast. And uh, you can check us out on the iTunes store. Just give us a search and we'll pop up. You missed one. Did I miss anything? Yeah, Google Play Store. Uh, Google Play. I always forget about Google Play. I got to give Christy a clap for that one, though. That was good, Christy. Hold on. Hold on. Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's definitely better than the fucking butchering that I gave our social media last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was just 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 went in. Tim went in limp and then just like it was dry. It was not. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not, Poor not, Tim. Not, not so good. What were you thinking? No, he wasn't, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I uh, thank you for listening, listeners. This has been. Uh, tell us what you think. Tell us what you think in your, um, your uh, you know. Cancel too soon. Did we miss a show? And, um, what? I was going to say, did we miss a show that you like? Yeah. 
Yeah, did we miss something, or do you agree or disagree with our list? Do you think Buffy should be on the list? Mm. Um, Regardless, (laughs) uh, we'd love to hear from you. Hard no. Hard no. And want to hear what you think, so let us know. And again, thanks for listening to DRD, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one, guys. Bye, Bye, everybody. (laughs) Good night. Say good night, Tim. Good night, Tim. Good night, Tim. Good night, Mark. Good night. (laughs) All right. Peace out, everybody. Bye.